everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Charge Shot Games Cast. I am your host, Ben, aka the Marvelous Iggy, and joining the man, the ultimate cat dad, Justin. Hi. Sorry I managed to take a few weeks off. You didn't make us do anything. We wanted to watch crappy Tomb Raider movies together because we do it as a family. I didn't. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and joining us next, my captain of the skies, the best pilot in all of Italy, Tyler. That joke has pretty much lost its relevancy uh, ever since we recorded that episode two weeks prior. Nobody had to. Why? Why? Why did you? Why? It was going to come out. It was out already. Nobody needed to know it was two weeks late. Nobody needed to know that. But here we are. I'm doing this for continuity. God damn it. Fuck it. Okay, whatever. We are the Chartshot Games cast of Chartshot.com, among other things. And we are a weekly somewhat... Don't you fucking put that sound effect in there. I'm not... Um, weekly video game podcast dedicated to things we've been playing and news we've been reading. And uh, Justin, I know you've been having a tough couple of weeks because of your, one of your little your little boys is having some trouble. But um, uh, tell us how you've been, buddy. Uh, I haven't been playing a lot. I'll say that. <laughs> um, I have. So yeah, for those that don't know, uh, my cat Gimli had surgery uh, last weekend. Um, he had a blocked bladder. It was a whole thing that's, like, really deadly for male cats. So, um, we've been dealing with that, plus, like, a spine issue that they that the vet diagnosed. Also, last week, um, there was a lot going on. So, he's he's been recovering uh, in isolation, so I've been spending a lot of time in the guest room with just my phone and my Switch. <laughs> um, and... I pretty much only got out to like you know watch the movies with y'all and stuff, but and eat of course. Um, but yeah, so a lot of my games have taken a uh, a backstage pass. But um, wait, a backstage pass is a good thing. Not necessarily. You know what I mean. It's been on the back burner. Yeah. Yeah, back burner. There we go. Been on the back burner. Um, but he is doing better. Uh, he's he's got a follow up on Wednesday, so we can hopefully get him out of isolation. Um, we had to put up a baby gate <laughs> going downstairs, uh, so that, that because sounds his, way you know, too familiar to my current situation. <laughs> yeah, he has a like I said, he has a spine problem, and we're not totally sure what it is, but he walks a little funny. Um, like we knew something was wrong because he like had no control over his back legs, um, and I think it was just like his legs are already weak, and then the um, the bladder like blockage was just really painful, and so he just you know. It, it was too much effort to move his legs. So, now that that fixed, he's, you know, walking around and stuff again. But he's still a little wobbly. Um, so we built ramps up onto every, like, you know, cuddle surface. Um, like, his the, the bed we've had him in, and the, and the guest room. Um, our bed. And then the couch. And then we put up a baby gate so we can't get down to the basement because we... Like, stairs can be a, a little challenging. Like, he's fine going down, but, like, getting back up would hurt. Um, so I feel kind of bad that he, like, can't come down Aww. here uh, when I'm, you know, podcasting and stuff. But um, we'll, we'll, we'll get it figured out and hopefully, you know, get him good enough that he can do stairs again. Or I'll figure out a way to put a ramp on the stairs. I don't know. We'll figure something out. But for now, there's a baby gate. And those are not easy. Um, I... I 
I don't have kids or anything. I never realized like how confusing oh, yeah. baby gates are to <laughs> they to install. Most certainly are. We have a baby gate uh, <laughs> over by the stairs because my one year old niece just started walking around, and we don't want her getting mm-hmm. up the stairs. And I have the hardest time getting through that fucking thing. It is ridiculous. Yeah. Well, even just putting it up was confusing because it was like a hand me down. <laughs> um, so there weren't instructions or anything. We just kind of had to figure it mm-hmm. out. But I thought the other cast would be able to, like, jump over it and still get down here. But they just kind of sit near it this? and look sad. Aww. Like they're in jail or something, even though they could totally jump over it. Give them time. But they don't understand because yep. they're cats. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure it'll be fine. But, um, so yeah, point is, I haven't been doing a lot, despite, you know, we haven't had a show in, like, three weeks. Um... I have been doing a lot of Diablo because that's something, you know, I can play on my phone in there with him. Um, still on that Immortals run, like I like I mentioned before. Uh, I don't totally like the stuff you do as an Immortal. Um, it's very much like you have daily quests, which pretty much are run a random set of dungeons from the game. And do... Uh, do like a like a battlegrounds match um there a certain number of bounties like different things some stuff you just kind of naturally do like uh collecting gems and um salvaging equipment at the blacksmith that kind of stuff like you tend to get anyway uh but it's a lot more like collaborative between the other people because you have to run all your daily dungeons together um because it requires a team of four and so it's it's like every day you log in, you're like, that's loud. <laughs> Sorry, my like I said, we're building um, ramps. I think my wife's fixing one upstairs. Um, she made it too tall. Anyway, uh, so yeah, it, it's a lot of like going into the the immortals chat like first thing when you when you boot up the game and like who's doing dailies just to try to find a team that can run like all of the dungeons basically. Because everyone on the party has a different one they need to do. So it's very repetitive. Um, and, like, the rewards aren't really as good. Um, everything... F- it, it, it Someone called it, like, the, the socialism of Diablo. Because everything you do is, like, to collectively make all of the immortals better. But, like, you don't really get a lot individually for doing any of it. Um, you might occasionally get some better gear. But a lot of it's trash. Um, most of it comes down to just, like, increasing your Immortal's reputation, uh, which, again, you know, benefits everyone, but, like, you're doing all this work to really get no benefit. Um, and, like, every week you can, like, bid on items in the vault, um, that you're trying to protect. Like, that's the whole thing with, you know, the Immortals and the Shadows, is, like, the Shadows are, uh, infiltrating the vault to steal things from the Immortals. And at the end of every week, they, like, divvy out stuff from the vault to all the Immortals, but unless you bid on something you specifically want, it probably sucks because you're just going to get given whatever. Um, and the level for those items like reaches the Paragon level every day. So like, let's say I think the Paragon level goes up by two. So like, if you're not you know leveling up like two levels every day you play, you're going to be under the Paragon level. And when you get the stuff from the vault, it, you're not going to be able to wear it anyway. And it's usually worse than what you have. And you can't wear it. So it's like, great, I'm just going to trash this stuff. Um, 
but I mean, we have a good team. Like it's it's really it's it's cool to play with the people. The activities just aren't as interesting, honestly. Um, it's it's much more PvP focused, and I don't really care about that mm-hmm. stuff. But I've had plenty of time, so I still just go in and do my dailies. Um, aside from that, I've dabbled in a few Switch things. I haven't really. I've had a hard time like focusing on anything lately, really. Um, I, I, in general, I have a hard time like focusing on my Switch when it's in handheld mode. If I dock it and like I'm staring at a TV, I can play for hours. But for some reason, like when I'm just playing handheld, like I get easily distracted. Um, but I, uh, I, I went into the N64 online service and um, ran through like the entire campaign of which it's not long, but the entire campaign of Pokemon Puzzle League. Um, because I freaking love that game, and I was like so excited that it came out, and then just didn't play my Switch Does at all. Really so have I had clips from the anime in that in that game, like the flag. Uh, no. I believe it's all original voice clips uh, in that game. Okay, like it's still there's no like video clips cast. though. Oh, there is yeah. one AMV created for the game, and it's compressed to shit. When does that is that the, at the beginning? Yeah, the one at the beginning. Okay, gotcha. I skipped past that. Um, but yeah, the actual like quote unquote campaign is basically you going through the the you know gym challenge. So you, which Ash never finishes in the actual show, ironically enough. Really? Yeah, he doesn't win a single uh, uh, league challenge up until the Sun and Moon seasons. Yep. Oh, he gets all the gym badges. Yes, though. every time he does. Yeah, this only has the gym badges. It doesn't do the Second league. Place okay. Cinderella. Because it's the it's the puzzle league. It's not the you know Pokemon. It's like the Orange league. Islands, like so you basically technically you won, but does it really count, yeah. dog? Does yeah, it kinda. Go? It's this is like you do all of the gyms and like with a few random uh, rival battles and like Team Rocket shows up and things like that, um, and then you fight like the the puzzle master or whatever. Mm. I believe I think you it's just, fight I, Giovanni I, and then Mewtwo at the end. I remember watching Clement do a video on this years ago. I didn't do Mewtwo, but I, I played on easy because I thought that um, I, I wanted to, like, you know, start on easy just to, like, get myself back into it, even though, like, that was a mistake. Um, and so I'm wondering if maybe all the content isn't in the easy campaign. I don't think um, it is because he But I was just going to go boom, hard. boom, boom. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it ends with Giovanni is the point. Um, and, yeah, the easy mode is, is way too easy. I made a mistake. Um, but I still love that game, and I went through the puzzle mode for a while. Um, yeah, it's really good. And... I... tried to pick up uh, Paper Mario again. Um, did not get very far. I fell asleep. Um, not because of the game. It was just like I was playing, and then Gimli came up and cuddled with me, and we fell asleep together. <laughs> um, but... I'm trying to think what else there was. Oh! I started up um, Castlevania Aria of Sorrow on the Castlevania Advanced the Collection. collection. Um, because, like, I had played the first... I've, I've, I've played Aria before. Like, that's the one I've beaten. Bef- so I was like, when I got the collection, I was like, I'm going to play these other two that I've never really played before and see how they hold up. Didn't really like them and then dropped the collection. So I'm like, mm. okay, I'm going to actually play Aria because I know I like that one. Um, and I went through a while on that, but... Um, I died at one point and got 
dropped back to a save point that made me mad because um, I lost a lot of progress. Because I went the wrong way and had enemies that were too hard. Um, I couldn't remember which way was right. But it's like after a while, you just like committed, you know, to the direction you're I'm going right here because it's a game where like, yeah, if you go back, you have to fight all those enemies again. So it's like hopefully I'll keep going and find like a save point or something. Or, I, or if you're I, really I like a warp, a warp tunnel. Yeah, um, but yeah, so I will get back to that one. Um, I don't remember exactly where I left off. I'm not super far in, um, but I do really like that game. Um, and there's some nice uh, quality of life improvements in the collection because it um, it tracks like enemies that you kill, whether or not you've gotten their souls yet. Um, so like every time you kill an enemy, it'll like pop them up, you know, on the side of the screen and have a little symbol of whether you've gotten their soul. So it's really nice for grinding them out. Um, so I'm actually trying. I'm gonna try to like get all the souls in this run. I've never done that before. Um, it's not as useful as it is in, like, Dawn of Sorrow, because that has more, like, combination. Like, there's more um, places you can put the souls, and there's a little bit more, like, ability diversity. Uh, but I still want to do it. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. <sighs> it's really not much um there was something else on switch i can't remember but uh while i'm thinking um i saw an article that said uh mario kart tour the mobile game is getting rid of their like random you know their random pipe or whatever like you put rubies into it and then it gives like it, it does a gotcha mechanic of like drivers and gliders and that kind of thing um and they're replacing it with a, a shop so, like, you know exactly what is available and how much it costs. Um, I think a lot of it was because the game has been blocked in countries where gotcha mechanics are illegal. So they're trying to, you know, get the game back out there. <laughs> um, but for a lot of people, it's, like, rejuvenated their their desire to play the game. Um, myself included. So that doesn't actually happen until October. But I went ahead and installed the game just to kind of see, like, you know, where it is now. Um, and I did a few practice races um, I still don't really like how you control it. Like, I wish it had controller support. Maybe it does. Um, I would have to check that, because I, I didn't have my controller on me. But um, I don't like the on-screen, like, movement controls. Uh, so I might play around with that a little bit more and see if it's got controller support and go from there. Um because I was kind of curious about it when they introduced the landscape mode, like where you can, you know, turn the game and play widescreen. Um, so if they also added controller support, I mean, it's a solid foundation for a Mario Kart game. Um, yeah. I, I would be like really into it then. It's probably, as if but some of those tracks are being put into the to the to the console version. Yeah. Yeah, I know uh, they're really good totally tracks. Yeah, they are totally are. Yeah, for sure. Am I doing a bit? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah, I can't tell. Um, Everything's a bit. Also, I realized it's like it's been a few weeks since I've seen either of you because we just do the movies in audio. Ben. And Ben's gotten quite the beard. Uh, it was a goatee for a while, then I haven't shaved this, so it's mostly a goatee. And Tyler's exactly the same. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I wasn't Damn. gonna. 
This is why you don't post pictures. I mean, pictures it's of, not wrong. I don't post pictures of myself online, so when you see me here, I'm like, ooh, what'd you do to you? What'd you do to I'm you? Like, Girl, I didn't do anything. <laughs> That's the point. <laughs> um. And again, last night I briefly played some Dead by Daylight with my friends. I reinstalled the game um, because that uh, the Project W, like Resident Evil DLC, is out. Um, that brings Wesker in as a killer, and uh, Ada and Claire, I think, as yeah, I think uh, survivors. Right. Um. So my friend wanted to show off how, like, just busted Wesker is. Um, so we did just, like, a Survive with Friends match so, so that he could run around and show off all the all the Wesker stuff. And that dude is crazy. Like, he can, he can basically, like, if he finds you, um, he can grab your character and just launch them. Like, just yeet them across the map. <laughs> um, just turns into his level one super from Marvel 3. Yeah. And he can also, like, grab you and kind of, like, run, like, dash with you, like, uh, smacked up against a wall or whatever to kind of, like, instantly down you. Um, and his Mori, which is, like, kind of a, like an instant kill move, um, sends, like, the, the, I guess it's the Plagas tentacles. What is Wesker? Like, the, you know, the, the souped up Wesker. Like, He's like a tyrant. I call what him virus? bullshit Matrix, man. What virus is it though? T- like he's got like tentacles it's like and stuff. It's like a, it's like a it's uh, it's probably like a base off the T virus in the first game, um, but mixed with some of the shit he picked. It's it's a T virus mixed with the stuff from the fourth. I believe game. he calls it Ouroboros. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Point is, he's got that, and so like when he mores you, he just like lifts you up into the air. And, like, sends tentacles, like, through your body, and they, like, come out your yeah. nose. And it's disgusting, but it's really cool. Yeah. Wesker's awesome in that Wesker's game. Wesker's <laughs> great in general. Yeah. That's true. Seven um, minutes is all I can spare to play with you. <laughs> but, yeah, so, like, he... In general, he's got a lot of speed. Um, but he's, like, he's loud. So, like, you can hear him coming from a mile away. But, like, he's so fast that he's just going to charge up, grab you, and then fling you across the map anyway. It doesn't matter. Like, he's pretty busted. Um, but, like, his his voice lines and everything are really cool. Um, Your future I don't, hinges on this fight. I think it might actually be original voice lines, if I had to guess. I'm pretty sure they're ripped straight from RE5. They might be. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I don't do killer or anything. Like, I wouldn't get it anyway. But it's really cool to see him in action. Um, aside from that, uh, like I said, I've just been dabbling. Um, I downloaded Ease 9 from um, Dabbling. It's a DAB. <laughs> sure. Um, I downloaded, downloaded Ease 9 from the, the uh, you know, PlayStation not wise, not, Plus. Not how I pronounce it, Wise 9. <laughs> No, I think it's Ease. I know, but I pronounce it Wise 9. Ease Nuts. it's hilarious. <laughs> I hate it. Um, and that, like, I've, I've played 8 quite a bit on my Vita. Danica, right? Um, the blue-haired and... chick. The Monica Danica. Uh, one. The blue-haired young island. Oh. Yeah. It's the, yeah. Monica Danica. It's Mimosas with Dana. There you go. <laughs> 
Um, no, it's the lac- Lacrimosa of Dana or something. Coming or, this or, winter on Yeah, something time. like that. Yeah, it's it's a dumb name, but um, this one, like, it kind of reminds me of um, Tales of Berseria, where, like, everything's so, like, extra and emo. Um, and, like, the main character can, like, transform into a werewolf or something like that. Like, it, it's that kind of, like, it, it's the Yee's characters, but, like, emo-ified. Like, your main character gets, like, shot with this bullet thing that, like, turns him into a, uh, like a, like a punk kid with, like, a side part and, like, black tips on the edge of his red hair. <laughs> and all um, he listens to is My Chemical Romance and Sum 41. I'm honestly surprised they didn't just, like, snap that soundtrack on after the transformation happened. Because he just stands up and suddenly has, like, buckles everywhere and, like, his hair is different. And it's just like, oh, oh, oh okay. That's a choice. Um, but it's really cool. Like, you you get this ability to kind of, like, um, grapple up onto points to, like, reach higher ledges and stuff, kind of like in Persona 5 Royal. Um, so there's a lot of, like, verticality and stuff to the levels, even though it's still just, like, an action RPG. Um, yeah, it's really neat. I need more time with it. But I basically just did, like, the prison escape um, last night while I was waiting for my friends to be ready for a movie. Um, that's, I think that's all I got. I can't really think of anything else. Um, and nothing substantial, at least. T-Man! Okay, so, in the last few weeks uh, since we've been gone, a massive update Since we've been gone! Oh, you thought about that, too. I can't breathe for the first time. (laughs) Uh, but no, a big, uh, update for Master Duel dropped in our absence. Uh, it added a few things. Uh, one of the biggest ones is... We actually have a ban list now. Um, only a few cards are banned. It's not as big as it is in the TCG, although some of these fucking cards need to be banned for honest sake. Um, there's some pretty good hits. Uh, number 75, Bamboozling Gossip Shadow was a problem card, along with True King of All Calamities, Vanity's Emptiness, a trap card that prevents uh, both players from special summoning anything also got hit. And we also have um, some I don't particularly agree with, like, Destiny Hero Celestial is banned, and I kind of see why, because Destroyer Phoenix Enforcer is a menace, and that card itself needs to be banned, but it hasn't. Instead, the cards to bring it out, i.e. Celestial and the Fusion card Fusion Destiny, are either gone or just straight-up limited at this point. But it kind of falls in the whole Konami pretty much mitigating the problem by creating a different problem. Like, people are still bringing out this fucking card. It's not stopping the Phoenix Destroyers, but, you know, I digress. Um, this does kind of neuter my, uh, monkey brain, uh, skill drain deck because that card's been semi-limited as well, and they also limited Imperial Order, which was a workhorse in that build. So, I won't be playing that build for a while. So, to get around that, my new deck idea for this week is a bit of a wacky one. Uh, it's something that nobody would expect anyone to play in a million years. Gentlemen, may I introduce you to the spaceship cards. <laughs> a whole bunch of monsters based off of monsters from Gradius. And yes, all four of the Gradius uh, spaceships are presented here. We've got Vic Viper, Lord British, Jade Knight, and uh, Blue Thunder, I Lord believe it's British called. Lord British, reporting in, sir. 
for the glory it's of such, Her Majesty's It's such a ridiculous Queen. scene. I, I need, I want, take this audio for the glory of Her Majesty's Queen and just like make it sound like an 80s arcade, like all static up and everything. <laughs> if I remember to do that, sure, that's probably going to be a bit of effort, but either way, this is a bit of a wacky build. I was doing a bit of research on like wacky deck ideas that actually made it into the top 16s of regional Yu-Gi-Oh tournaments in the past 20 years. And the spaceship deck is courtesy of the absolute Chad, Alex Mitchell, who always comes in fairly well-dressed in all of his uh, YGS uh, tournament appearances, by the way. Go look up that um, that video. Uh, there's a video of... Uh, of uh, the history of Alex Mitchell and his wacky-ass spaceship builds. So, but basically, the whole idea behind the strategy is you basically have these incredibly low-attack spaceship monsters. They have at least 1,000 or 1,200 attack. You know, it's no big whoop. And the big caveat with these guys is when they destroy dudes in battle, they, do, they can either generate option tokens, which can uh, get in for more hits... Or they can pretty much just blow back back row, which is insanely helpful. Only problem is, their stats are piss poor, so they won't be hitting over, like, blue eyes or something. So, basically, the whole get-around is one of two things. You're either using enemy controller, which is kind of funny because it's a video game theme deck. It basically um, switches um, opponent's monsters to the fence, which makes it easier for the spaceships to blow up other dudes. Or, they're using a monster called Honest, which, if a light monster battles, which all the spaceships are light monsters, it boosts their attack by uh, the monster they're attacking by that amount, which is pretty insane in all honesty. And you can win games out of nowhere by combining that with limit removal, which doubles the attack of machine monsters on your field. It's pretty crazy. I've gotten some ridiculous plays off of this strategy. So, shouts to that. Another thing that they added uh, to this um, update is there's unlimited mode now, but the only caveat, well, there's a few caveats, but the big one is it's only limited to uh, to uh, friendly matches. You can't do this in ranked, obviously. But the whole gr- draw of this is that you can... Um, any cards that are limited, semi-limited, whatever, you can play them all at three of. But one of the biggest things about this is you actually have to generate the cards in order to actually play them in this mode. So if you wanted to use cards that you can't generate, like, say, I don't know, Red Eyes Dark Dragoon, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, you can't use it. So unfortunately, I can't show you guys how cool slash broken that card is anytime soon. So, deuces to that for now. Uh, so that's it for Master Duel. The only other game I've been playing this these past few weeks, um, and I did promise that I'd get around to playing more of it, is Digimon Survive. And there are a lot of trials and tribulations from this. I had a blast playing through it. Like, I've beaten the game already. Uh, I've already gotten one playthrough in, and I'm almost done with New Game Plus. And... The game's actually really fun, not gonna lie. Like, once you learn how the battle mechanics work, um, like recruiting mons, um, leveling up your current teammates, it's actually super engaging. Uh, 
basically what combat boils down to is it's pretty much Digimon meets Final Fantasy Tactics. Uh, and if you like tactics games, um, this one is super simple and also really hard to master, if that makes any sense. Uh, I say hard to master because every Digimon is different. Like, they only have access to, like, a generic attack move and their own special move, which, you know, it could be anything. In Agumon's case, it's his uh, Pepper Breath, which is basically a Hadouken in uh, the pure sense of the word. And, uh, the big thing is, uh, you can make all your mons, like, move in this grids, uh, grid-like arena, and they all take turns depending on their speed. And, um, uh, you do more damage, um, whether you're on the side or behind an enemy, and it also, uh, prompts the enemy to move to the side or behind you. And there's also this, um, three-pronged weakness chain, like, every Digimon is either vaccine, data, or virus, and they all pretty much oppose each other, kind of like the uh, weapon wheel and like, Fire Emblem or something like that. Mm. Vaccines are good against viruses, viruses are good against data. Not according to some much... people! You know who you fucking Not are. Not according to some people. Oh, man. Yeah, there's also that wheel, and there's also another one which doesn't really come into play until a specific enemy type rears its head at around the end game, and it's pretty much the elemental weakness, which I honestly didn't think was a big factor until those guys showed up, but it is a thing, I will warn you ahead of time, that uh, elemental weaknesses are indeed a thing to factor in, so there's that. There's only 113 uh, Digimon to... Um, pretty much uh, work with, which isn't that big of a number compared to Pokemon, but some of the picks are pretty good. The OGA are in this game, I can confirm that, uh, and most of them are recruitable if you know what you're doing. Like, obviously you get Ogmon from the start, he's the main dude, and uh, depending on your choices, um, you can re uh, recruit Gomamon for free, so... Oh, speaking of choices, uh, that's another thing to factor in. Since it is a light novel game where choices pretty much matter, uh, Agumon's evolutions are factored by uh, your morality. Just, so, like, just like the show. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, if you act like an asshole for most for most of the game, you pretty much get the virus route. Skull where uh, Agumon turns into... Skull Greymon is in the game, Wait. but that isn't one of his evolutions. What? Uh, funny enough. You do get the Greymon line if you're moral, and uh, if you go for the data route, I forget what that's called, you get Tyranimon. So, yeah, that is very much a thing. Um, another one of the cool... Uh, another cool thing that I absolutely adore in this game is the canon evolutions for all the party members. Like, one of the best things about watching Digimon Adventure as a kid is when they go through these evolution scenes. Oh, yeah. And it, and it always makes you wonder, oh, what are they going to turn into this time? I, hopefully it's going to be cool. And that is definitely a thing. Like, you never know what you're going to get if you're completely unspoiled in this game. Some of these have been freaking hype. I'm not going to spoil what they are, although I did uh, share some of them in the private Discord. 
And some of them have been pretty disappointing. Cough, cough, uh, Floramon, cough, cough. But... Nobody likes Floramon. The... She is a main party member, I will say that much. Her Mega is one of the best ones. You will get a kick out of that one particularly, Ben. Okay. Um, aside from the main party members, you can recruit enemy mons, which is how you're getting most of uh, your back row parties. Uh, the only thing I don't like about it is they kind of do this uh, Shimigami Tensei persona thing where you can pretty much talk to any Digimon and they ask you a line of three questions and depending on your answer um, a meter goes up and if the meter's high enough they'll be like, hey, do you want to be friends or can I give you items? The items are always guaranteed. But depending on the Digimon you're talking to, there's always a chance to fail. So even if you ace all of your questions and you ask them to be your friend and they have like a low recruitment rate, like the most classic example between our group of friends is uh, a dude named Gazimon, who is pretty much a little purple cat dude. Uh, you might know them, Ben. Uh, they're the henchmen of uh, Edmonton oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Show. Oh, little idiots. Uh, for some fucking reason, these little rookie mons are the hardest dudes to recruit ever. Like, you can ace these, no problem. They're pretty easy to read. But if you try to befriend them, they're like, eh, fuck this, I'm out of here. And it just ends right there. Wow. So, that's my only gripe with the game. Uh, the recruitment isn't guaranteed. It's always uh, basically a dice roll that is always lopped against you. You're never going to get a d20 on that but, shit. Nope, never. No natural 20s here, I'm afraid. For Leomon, it's super easy, because his recruitment rate is high, fortunately. I bet Lo is super happy about that. He's playing through the game right now. Does he saw, does this attack, is this attack still called Fist of the Beast King? If it's not, I don't want to play the game. It is. I'm pretty sure uh, it's still localized as Fist, Fist of the Beast King. I forget what its Japanese name is, but it's pretty cool, too. Um, aside from that... Game's really fun. The story's super engaging. I pretty much like the majority of uh, the cast that uh, you get acquainted to, except for a certain one. I'm not going to name names. And I am not going to spoil anything since we are still a month into the game, uh, the game's release, rather, and the threshold for anything being talked about story-wise uh, beyond Chapter 5 is still up in the air for another month. So that's all I got. So, uh, for me, uh, I have officially entered back into the world of competitive fighting games in terms of playing in tournaments. Uh, I entered my first tournament in two years, maybe because most of the games I played online were not great! Ah, shock and surprise, right? Um, I entered a Guilty Gear uh, tournament two weeks ago, and I had that thought... I can't even describe to you how awesome it was. Even though I too it, it was and it was it was not a simple you know bracket. It was what's called a Swiss, a Swiss bracket, where basically everybody plays a set determined num uh, number of rounds, and then whoever has the most number of points uh, is in top eight. So think of it like round robin versus without like it like instead of people being paired off, it's like everybody in a single bracket plays at once. So um, it was I was very nervous. I was very like, can I do this? Like it was, it was a test limit for me. I didn't expect to win anything. I was just like, is that, 
is that competitiveness I'm feeling false or is it real? And I can tell you right now, it was real. I ended up playing one of the guys who would make on the top eight, um, and that was super thrilling. It just showed how truly there's a whole nother level I'm I'm never gonna reach just because of time and and I don't like just concentration. But I had the most fun playing against people who I could easily tell were on my skill level, and it was just back and forth, back and forth. Um, I still remember this one set where this guy would always go to... We went to round three. It was best of five, so whoever first first three wins. Every single time, we go to round three, and I would beat him. I beat him 3-0 because we went to round three, and I just got him at the right time. It was just... Ah, and, and like, I, I was able to... I, I practiced some basic stuff beforehand, and it was just so satisfying to land those in a, in a tournament. And, and it was just really, really cool, like, to, to be in that environment... And, and granted, it's not super high stakes. Like it's very casual. Even the top players are like, yeah, we're just here to have fun. I'm like, I'm here to have fun. And my way of having fun is playing at this level and like and, and playing with people of my skill level. Uh, I wish I could do it more, but it was super fun. So no. Question. How many Mays were in this tournament? Uh, well, I don't know because everybody was – it was like it was only one stream. I think there was a couple Mays on stream, but I never fought. I think I fought – I think I fought one. Um um, how many Totsugekis out of five would you rate that battle? <laughs> I mean, I got squashed because they knew how to they knew how to counter everything I did. Versus, like, I I knew how to fight Mei. I didn't know how to fight Mei on that level, so it was a different. It was like they were playing football and I was playing soccer. It was like that. I was. It was not even the same game, but it was still fun nonetheless. Um, and they were even helpful on like, hey, what would you do in this situation? How would you contest that? They were very helpful about that. They weren't like, you know, some asses would be like, I'll figure it out, asshole. No, they were, they were very supportive of it. Um, uh, we'll see how, if I can keep up with that. But besides that, um, I uh, I have played a lot of the Cowabunga Collection, which I have the box for. Give me the box! Come What's in the box? This be- I was about to say that. See it. There you go. Okay, it's flip, but whatever. Uh, it's beautiful. finally got it. All, I think, 14? 14 Turtles games? Is it 13 or 14? It's something. It's ungodly amount of games. 14. Uh, teams, Turtles 13's games. unlucky. And uh, I have played it, and I have had so much fun in this nostalgic-filled romp. Uh, the only ones I won't talk about now is cause I have not touched the NES ones yet because I'm kind of saving those because I know those are like one of the, the first one I'm doing it for my uh, 2D Begins, which we'll talk about at the end of the show. Um, and the other two, I know they're more like their ver- their versions. Like the second one is a version of the of the original arcade one, and the third one is its own original beat 'em up. Uh, I'll talk. About, I haven't played those yet. Uh, I did play the first Teenage Mutant Turtles arcade game first, and God, I forgot. Like like man, if I had to spend quarters on that shit, I would have been mad because they throw. I remember playing that when I had Chuck E. Cheese when I was a kid. They throw so much shit at you. And that game is so cheap. Luckily, in this in this version, on all the arcade versions, you just press start and you just hear Cowabunga, cow, over and over again. So you just have unlimited quarters. Cow, 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 cowabunga. Exactly. <laughs> and it's, God, um, it's really cool, though. Uh, it's really short, so I was able to beat it in one go. And you could tell it's the first one because um, it's really stiff. It's kind of slow. You can't run. But it's cool, right? Like, you hear the sound and everything. I can imagine... I imagine something like this sounds better in arcade. Then I play Tournament Fighters, the Super Nintendo version. 
Whew, talk about a game that deserved a re-release that has and it has like a, a, a online mode which I haven't tried because unfortunately it doesn't have a matchmaking system. It's only lobbies, which kind of sucks, but whatever. Yeah. Um. You know, you can only do so much. But what I did play of it now, and luckily the game has like in-game manuals that you can look up and knowing how to do the moves. It was so the game feels so much better. I actually did a complete arcade run with Cyber Shredder and I just did more on Crusher every single time. Um, he actually had... I didn't know... Ground Hooker. Yeah, or I say... It, to me, it sounds like he's saying Moron Crusher. Um, <laughs> he, has a re- he has a reflect, which I didn't know he had. Um, but it, sh- it just feels good. Like, it feels on the same level as, like, Street Fighter 2 Hyper Fighting. Like, that's how polished it felt and how fast it felt. On the contrary, I went to try the Genesis version Tournament Fighters. I that game just feels wrong. Like something about it, Ooh. especially compared to the SNES version. I haven't tried the NES version of Tournament Fighters to, to, to tell you anything, but the Genesis version. Number one, it's a two-button fighter because it assumes you're playing on the three-button Genesis controller, so automatically nope. it sucks, and it just it just doesn't. Sounds are weird. The sprites are weird. The stages are cool. But the character roster is really weird I don't know something about that game just does not not sit well with me as as well as say SNES tournament fighters but it I'll have to play that one it's fine so I eventually went back and I did an arcade run of Turtles in Time the arcade version because I never played that one and I always heard that the SNES version was a oddly enough the preferred version over the arcade version and Having played the arcade, and I will agree with that. Having played the arcade version, the arcade version is amazing. Like you get all those cool animations, you get the sound effects, and stuff like that. And like you know, obviously, the SNES version. I will talk about the SNES version in a minute. But like, it was like fun. I'm like, okay, this is this is good, especially considering it's the sequel to the original Turtles arcade game. Like, okay, it's faster, the music's livelier. I like it. I like it. But like, then you look at, I went and directly started Turtles in Time for Super Nintendo. And it just made me appreciate the uh, SNES version of it. Because it, like, visually, outside of some, like, you know, obviously that's cut down animation. But it's it's the same fucking game. It's the same fucking game. And it's it's crazy how, like, accurate it is. And they even added more shit in the Super Nintendo version. Um, like, they added an extra level or two. To me, the arcade version kind of feels a bit off. Like, there's more animation than the SNES version. Yeah, that's true. But... Uh, compared to uh, to a gameplay wise, it just doesn't have that same crunch when you hit dudes. I don't know; it just feels weird to me. I I, I just think, considering that's technically the more powerful, that is the more powerful of the two. I'm just surprised they were able to make a good port as they were, and the fact that yeah. they made it so good that so many people don't want to touch the uh, or don't talk about the arcade version and they prefer to play the Super Nintendo version. I'm just happy to have both at my hands, no matter what. Um, I think that's yeah. the coolest. I have tried Hyperstone Heist, and that's actually pretty cool because, like, I thought it was like a tur- like a, a tur- like a Turtles in Time, like just for the Genesis, but it's its own thing. Obviously, it takes some assets from Turtles in Time, but it's its own game. That does its own thing, um, which is it's it's really really cool. Um, yeah, it, it. I am. I have not tried the Game Boy games yet because they look kind of terrible. Um, although one, of, I think the third game is like a Metroidvania game, which is wild to me. It is, um, and it has a Master Splinter saying, prepare for Buttle. Wow. Oh, I gotta love those. I gotta love inserting that. But, seriously, this, this 
I'm really glad I got this because I bought it physically because this is something that can easily get pulled from digital stores everywhere. I'm not losing this. This is going to be precious in my hand. That being said, though, it was after playing Shredder's Revenge, it was kind of hard to go back and play these games because, like, they're fun. But when you do the combat in Shredder's Revenge, you go to this. It, it's it's just it's just lower comparison because it's it's night and day. Yeah, it's. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like going from Streets of Rage 4 Streets of Rage 2. Streets of Rage 2 is so great. It's just of a different time. Um, but I... Tyler, one of these days we got... The, the shitty thing about... The, the only bad thing about this collection is that for some reason... Out of all the games that they could put to play online... They chose the arcade version of Turtles in Time to play with online... And not the Super Nintendo version. I don't understand. I don't understand that. I don't understand. Lame. I don't. I don't get that. I really don't for shame, get that. Konami, like, for shame. Ugh, I understand. Okay, you don't want to put every one of them online. Like, the NES ones, I get it. You know, f- t- Tournament Fighters... You obviously can't do the Game Boy ones. I was thinking it was a single player. In Tournament Fighters, nobody wants to play that game. Nobody wants to play that game. But, like, do, do the right... Tur- I, mean, you think, I think somebody screwed up. Like, turn, turn, we're, supposed to, we're going to put this game online? Okay. And then they meant the SNES version, but they, they just did the arcade version. Arcade version is fine. But I like the extra stuff that, that the SNES version uh, put in there. It's great. Like the Mode 7, the Radical Does the arcade version have versus mode? No, I didn't think so. No, but you have Tournament Fighters in this collection to fix that. Go play Tournament Fighters. Um, oh, besides that, the other thing I want to really want to talk about is uh, Death Stranding surprisingly came to Xbox PC Game Pass out of fucking nowhere. And I got to... Sh- I streamed it for a day, and I played it. That game is wild. Like... The last time Rita's and Fetus. The last time I played like and I remember watching Max play this game like when it came out but like when you're watching your streamer you may not always be paying attention to their games so like I or like he streams really late so I fall asleep during a lot of his streams whenever I did have him on It was really kind of cool to be back in Hideo Kojima's just batshit insane world building and storytelling and just like, at the end of the day, you're a fucking Amazon delivery worker going from post to post. You're literally going from East Coast to West Coast, sea to shining sea, to connect the United States of America again. That's the fucking plot of the damn game. You are literally <laughs> a delivery man. But in the meat, that's just the cop. Then you get fucking the dead world, the other side, time, b- dead bodies, time bombs. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills when I talk about this game. And when I talk about a Hideo, when I talk about a Hideo Kojima video Did game, you like it? I will. I want to feel like that. I want to feel so abstract that I can feel it pulsating in my asshole. I. It's just absolutely nonsense. Absolute nonsense. That was graphic. Um, that's what I want to feel. That's what I felt playing Metal Gear Solid Four and, and Two. Not necessarily Three, but Three is different for its Three is different for its own reasons. But I need to keep playing it. I need to. I need to play it as long as I can until at least Game Pass. I don't know if I'm going to beat it. Because I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it's a lot of walking. A lot of realistic walking. And it like it captures the feeling of walking. of like. But at the same time, my idiot ass who is like, I love walking. Even though I'm like overweight. But like I love like getting on a bus and just going somewhere and like... Before, like, I went to all the spots I could do, like, and just finding new places, I like that Norman Reedus' character, who I forget his name now, it doesn't really fucking matter, um, is, like, just walking from, like, po- like basically colony to colony, and you're, collect- and you're connecting 
these cities to be part of this the, this new version of the United States government. It's just insane to me, and like visually, it's great. Like, um, uh, it, especially once you're at, like once you're in like the wilderness and just how they how um, like it, it it's realistic while looking aesthetically pleasing. It's not trying to be photorealistic, but it looks realistic enough with rock formations, grass, and the cool thing that I forgot about is that this thing is an online component in that as people play. You can set stuff down for other players to find. So say, for instance, you have a ladder. There's a river. You set a ladder down there. Other players can come across that ladder and use your ladder. And you can basically leave a like for them. Or they can leave um, basically uh, mailman drops or like mail, po- mail, mail, mail drops where you can like, well, I, they didn't want to carry this package, but you can do it now. And, and for whatever reason, it's it's so simple. Yeah, I'm enthralled in it when I play it, and also the music is great. Like it, I think all those factors in just make me want to play it more. Even though you're just walking, there's very there's like no combat. You are like the the enemies in this game. You have to avoid them. You can't kill them. You can do nothing against them. Um, God, I I like I'm I'm. I'm glad I know enough about this game without knowing enough about this game. Because if you watched my stream reactions, I was literally going, "What? The, what's going on?" Literally freaking myself out. Um, First time, yeah. Huh? Like, Jesus Christ, what a fucking game! I need, I need to play more of it. Uh, I don't know how Xbox got this because like, I know it's on PC proper, but like technically, no, isn't it on? Isn't it on Xbox? I could have sworn it's on Xbox as well. It's not console exclusive. I don't think it is. Is it? I don't remember seeing it on there, um, but it most likely might be. Yeah, because, like... I don't know. Yeah, because, like... I mean, I know he, like, signed... It might... It has to be, because otherwise, why not put this on console and PC Game Pass, you know? But it's only on PC Game Pass. Uh, but, yeah, that's about it. I won't bore you with Xenoblade Chronicles 3, other than the fact that I am basically nearing the end of my journey with that game. After, God, almost 100 hours now, I'm like, okay... It's time. I think. I think it's time. And then I'll come back in like a few months. Time to punch God in the face. Uh, I don't know who the villain is this time yet. I do know the story. I do know how. I. I know. Um, to quote Jeff Goldblum, I know everything. I saw everything. Um, uh, I don't know if that's a Jeff Goldblum quote. We're gonna attribute it to him anyways. So now it's just a matter of finishing this chapter and saying goodbye to this wonderful world of Ionios. And with that, we're going to go take a break, and we're going to come back. We're going to talk about the news. Let's go. Uh, okay, so now it's time for the news. I got a segment from that. Um, we missed a lot of things, and this is one of the big ones. Uh, Embracer Group, which you may have heard of as they acquired the basically the Western licenses that Score Enix just let go for their crypto, you know, uh, fueling expenses. Um, they are now making even bigger moves. Uh, these are the following... This is also who used to be THQ Nordic. Yeah. Uh, these are the following things that they acquired. Um, and they basically sent out, like, press releases. So we're not going to read all of them, but here's, here's what they acquired. Limited Run Games. Uh, Sting uh, Ricks, which I'm not familiar with that one. Um... Uh, they acquired the IP rights to Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit Literary Works by J.R. Tolkien. They acquired Tuxedo Labs, which I almost read that as Tuxedo Mask. 
They acquired Tripware in an active. Where have I heard that name before? I have no idea where I've heard. Uh, that seems something there. Uh, uh, and Killing Floor. That's right. Maneater. Uh, Embracer Group announces 11th grade operating group Embracer Free Mode, which is focused on retro classic character gaming and entertainment, game development, and production. Um, and uh, let's see. They, other acquisitions include they got Bitweight Games, Geotech. Uh, so pretty much Embracer bought a shit ton of stuff. And now, what are they doing? I've never heard of this group before the Tomb Raider uh, Davis X deal, which by the way, those things were like on sale for like two bucks. You've never had them. They're on sale in the Square Enix store. Mm-hmm. Um, they're doing, like, I don't know if the sale's still going on, but just FYI if you ever want to get this game some cheap. Um, the end of this Twitter thread's hilarious because it's literally just cats from Zero Wing saying all your base are belong to us. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I made this joke back when they were THQ Nordic buying up everything. This whole company is a drug front. Like, they are, they are just laundering money through everyone's IP because they don't release anything. They just buy up things. <laughs> they do release yeah. things, but not nearly as much as they buy. Uh oh. Did we lose him? What? Who? Oh, I thought that was just me. No, uh, I don't know if he could be still talking. It could be a Discord thing. Um, well, I will I say am still talking. Since Justin's not here. I mean, who knows? We not, uh, check, check the stream and see if he's live there. If not, his internet may have gone down. Um, I am I'm, I'm fine. I don't know what's happening. Um, yeah, I think his stream crashed. Uh oh. Did it? No. It did. No, no, he's, uh, he's live. He's back. Discord frozen you for a minute. Okay. Well, it's showing it's showing zero. Hold on, okay. let me. Maybe your internet went down for like a second. You're back. You're back here. Come on. Yeah, but like the the stream was going, but oh yeah, it's frozen. I think OBS crashed. Because the stream is going, but it shows like zero kilobytes. That's a second. not good. Is it OBD? One big dick. OBD's nuts. <laughs> oh, okay, we're good. Okay. That was weird. Anyway, w- did you hear me talking about no, THQ Nordic you, you and their the, their drug you made front? That and then you literally froze in the like a like Captain America. Oh, okay. I said that um, they like they don't release anything. They just buy things, which I mean they do technically release things, but not nearly as much as they buy. Like it's just it's this weird thing. Where, like, they just want to own all these things that they don't use. But somehow they're making enough money to buy up more things. I just feel like they're laundering money. It could be. um, Allegedly. To put that before, because... um, Allegedly they could be laundering money. Uh, This reminds me of when Sega bought the license for Aliens. And um, did absolutely fuck all with it up until Aliens Colonial Marines. That being said, the one thing that piqued my interest about... That's what worries me. uh, ...about this is limited run games. uh, Because... Mm -hmm. Because, like, the other ones I don't really know much about. um, Other than, like, some of the the IPs they've worked on. But limited run games is interesting because of the fact that they pretty much made it to where certain smaller games could get physical releases for the first time where they couldn't before. And um, I know, bef- I, I think they still have a partnership with Best Buy where certain limited run games will get, like, on their shelves. You can go into a Best Buy and, like, find, like, that's how I got Freedom Planet or Power Rangers Battle for the Grid, stuff like that. 
uh, as a physical release without having to like if you don't pre-order it immediately you can find copies there so the only thing I like in terms of a positive thing like it, I'm not saying it could happen considering as you said they, they may not do anything with the Midgard games at all except for like the naming convention but it could they're like hey maybe start getting more their bigger reach put them in Target Put put lemon run games in Walmart. You know, maybe you walk in and you can buy. Uh, what's an indie game that's coming? That's it came. Um, uh, there's an indie game that came out recently. Blossom Cell. Say Blossom Cell gets a gets a physical release. Mm. Uh, Blossom Cell too, and you can go. You just go to Walmart and buy that game. You know, just like obviously they won't mass produce like a lot of stuff because not everyone's going to buy that. But versus like just going to a Best Buy, that is like a positive because. The nature of limited run is that like it's limited, so it, that shit gets scalped up quickly, and then the, the physical copies end up going for like twice of what they are usually uh, afterwards, which is just how how it goes. So that would be like the only thing I could say that curtail. Maybe print a few more extra copies so that you have loose copies in the world, so people aren't scalping them at ridiculously high prices, so other people can grab them third hand or something. Yeah. So I was trying to, like, go through their site and find, like, a list of, you know, the all the things they own now. And this is the most, like, just sterile, like, corporate website I've ever seen. Nothing in here makes it seem like they're a fun entertainment company. Well, I mean, wow. The name, like, Embracer Group, like, yeah. I could probably imagine that. Right. Like, it's not... Middle school or using just... PowerPoint can make a more appealing uh, presentation Are we sure they're not using GeoCities, or is that not a thing anymore? No, no I mean, it's a, it's a nice-looking website, but it's just, like, you know, it doesn't it doesn't lead with their, their products or anything. It's all about, like, their investments and their board of, you know, people. And, like, it's just... You have to track down anything related to their actual products. Yeah, which is why people were taken off. Like, who the fuck is this when they bought Tomb Raider and Deus Ex and all that shit? Who the fuck are these guys? Yeah. So, only time will tell where this saga will come from. I'm, I'm just wondering. My my interest is this purely limited run game because it'd be cool. Like, hey, I work at Walmart. I would love to. Like, hey, you know what? Hey, like, there's that indie game that I thought was cool. I would like a physical version of that. Yoink! Mine now. I mean, after watching the first episode of Rings of Power, I want to see what they do with Lord of the Rings. Um, remake the Third Age Cowards. Remake it, make it an action combat game. Do it. Ah, uh, that'd do be it. awesome. Let, open world Metal Earth game. I don't care if it's too huge. Do it. Do it, cowards. Make it the most ambitious Lord of the Rings game of all time. Let me farm as a hobbit. Let me be a knight of Gondor. Let me be a rider of the road. Second game. breakfast cooking simulator. Yes. That'd be great. <laughs> you know, put that on mobile. That would be like crazy. Monolith, look, listen, it's happening with Star Wars, having Marvel, it's going to happen with Lord of the Rings. Get used to it, people. It's the way of the world now. You either embrace it or you just, yeah. ha-ha, I didn't mean to do that. I did not mean to do that. Um, but uh, I'm not funny. Uh, let's move on to, this is a quick. Oh, embrace it. Yeah, I, get I know, it. it was bad. Uh, this is a quick one, but it's not a, it's not a long one, so just, just a quick mention. Um, this happened during, a while ago. Uh Nexus is it Nexus mods? Um, uh, but yeah, Nexus mods have uh, a while ago somebody released a mod which basically you could replace all the uh, the pretty much all the uh, pride flags in video games and pretty much Nexus mods said uh uh-uh, uh ain't none of that shit um, happening on there and also mod DB which is another big one has banned. Uh, anybody involved uh this this was all due to spider-man remaster uh where somebody had pretty much um 
replace all the pride flags with uh, American flags. And I'm just going to say this right now. If you're just a piece of shit, if you have to go out of your way to mod a video game of a flag that you don't have to look at. Um, although you should, because you should be a tolerant person, not some jingoistic, loving American asshole like you are. Because I know who you are. Where were you on January 6th? Yeah. Um, it's just, ask where this person was on January 6th. It probably was the capital. It's not that I hate the gays. I just want to see the more American flag representation. Yeah. While wearing an American flag bandana, jersey, shorts. Right. All that shit. Which, by the way, that's like a good legal. Bro, we see enough of the American flag in the Raimi movies. I'm pretty sure we can tolerate this. <sighs> just, just like, just fuck. It's a flag, dog. You, to, like, you should understand it, but like, petty. And we're, we're the snowflakes. We're the snowflakes. I'm going to remind you that we're the snowflakes. Okay. Um, that's a quick my number. You're a piece of shit. If you support that, thank goodness, sexist mods. Again, freedom of speech, not freedom of consequences, motherfuckers. Um, next up, we officially have a uh, full games list for the Sega uh, Genesis 2 or the Sega CD, if they're calling it, in America, or the Mega Drive 2. Here are all the games. Uh, Sonic CD. Shining Force CD, Sylphie CD, Mansion of Hidden Souls, Night, Stalk, Night Striker, I don't know why I said Night Stalker, The Ninja... <laughs> Night Stalker is yes, a different yes, thing. Yes, yes. The Ninja Warriors, Afterburner 2, Outrun, Outrunners, Virtual Racing, which by the way, go look up the cartridge for Virtual Racing, it's hilariously comically large. Um, there's a reason for that. Uh, Super Hang On, Sonic 3D Blast, Shine. I want to say they did not clarify if it's the Genesis, it is the Genesis. or the Saturn it's the Genesis version. version okay, I'm not getting it's it the then. Genesis. It's the Genesis <laughs> version. This is CD Genesis. There, no, it's not this. Boo. Yeah. Shining in the darkness. So, yes. real, real quick, um, I have Super Hang On on my arcade cabinet, and like the file names were all weird when I loaded everything uh-huh. in there, and I had no idea what this game was because it was just simplified down to Shang On. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I was like, what is Shang On? Anyway. Uh, let's see. Vector Man 2, The Ooze, which you've never heard of, ba- uh, Bonanza Brothers, Alien Soldier, Rainbow Islands Extra, Spider-House 2, Rolling Thunder 2, Lightning Force. These are all, I think they're all shmups. Fantasy Zone, uh, which I think is the, I think that was made in, like, in America um, versus um, uh, in Japan. Is that related to Comic uh, Zone? No, uh, unfortunately it's not. Um, okay. uh, Star Mobile, Atomic Runner, Crusader of Senti, which uh, that is the Link to the Past clone, Plast, Link mm-hmm. to the Past clone, um, which I made by Atlas. Made by Atlas. It's 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 weird. It's weird. I, I have it on my original Genesis. I've never actually played yeah, it. It's it's diff. It's I should, I should it's, get that. Maybe not. Uh, anyways, Desert Strike, Earthworm Jim Two, Element, Elemental Master. Fucking Fatal Fury! I didn't know Fatal Fury 2 was on this list for the Genesis? It's, what the... The introduction of my Nui, let's go! Uh, Game Ground, Golden Axe 2, Granada, um, I'll have a Granada large, please. Hellfire. Hello, Mother. Uh, Hello, Father. Herzog's Way, Midnight Resistance, Fantasy Star 2, Populous, Ranger X, there's Rystar, Rystar was not on the original Genesis uh, mini, um... Uh, Shadow Dancer, The Secret of Shinobi, 
Shining Force 2, Streets of Rage 3. Ah, Super Street Fighter 2, the new Challengers. That's the Street Fighter 2 that I remember playing the most. Revenge of Shinobi, Truxton, Viewpoint, War Song, Echo the Dolphin CD, and Echo the Tides of Time CD. Yes, there were two other Echo the Dolphins games in the 16-bit era. What are the odds? Final Fight CD. Of course, Night, Night Trap has to be in here. Robo Aleste, uh, which by the way, I think Night Trap goes on stuff for like five bucks on like the eShop or something. It's weird. Um, it is Sewer Shark, <laughs> Space Harrier Two, uh, uh, and Space Harrier Spatter, Super Locomotive versus Puyo Puyo Sun, Devi and P, Clay Fighter, Clay that's, Fighter. I don't. Okay, that's the. That Let's go. The, I didn't even know it had a Genesis version. Whatever. I didn't either. Um, I played it on, on SNES. Toe Jam and Earl Punk Panic on Funkatron, which I think the first game was on, on Genesis Mini. So, yeah, it the, was. All, the one thing I will complain about this list, not as many CD games as there should be, considering this is being marketed as the Sega CD one. But were there any CD games? There was enough. Really? There was enough. They just probably didn't want to pay for the licenses, unfortunately. Um... Like, I also find it hilarious that they were able to get Night Trap, but Double Switch isn't on here. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I do think that if you have like the original Genesis Mini and you didn't hack it like a lot of people did, and maybe you just don't want to do that stuff, and you have this, I think you pretty much have like a good like like a digitally owned Genesis library altogether. It kind of sucks that you have to go between two consoles to access it, but I, I think. Like, this I mean, this is, is a solid, solid list. It is a solid this is a list. Solid, like, I feel like the first one was the big hits, the one that you remember, you know, and this one's a lot of the more obscure ones, which shows you how various and different the Genesis library was back in the day. Um, short notes, I didn't know Clay Fighter was on the fucking second Genesis. That's that's insane. Yeah. Also, this is going to launch with the six-button controller, so you don't have to worry about having the shitty three-button controller. Yes, thank you. Um, so, yeah, Shining Force CD is a big deal. Ninja Warriors is a big deal. Um, I'm trying to go. Crusader Senti, I think, is the, like, if you're going to buy it, yeah, that's a that's a good reason to buy Because that game, that game is mm-hmm. dumb expensive. And for some reason, like, I feel like that, eventually that game's going to get on the Nintendo Switch uh, Genesis thing. Um, but for now, mm-hmm. that's a good, that's a good way, that's a good one. I don't, I'm curious about Fatal Fury 2. On the Genesis? I didn't know it had a Genesis version, slash Mega Drive version. Um, yeah, it did. Yeah, good good list. Good, 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 good solid list. If I, It's a hundred bucks, though, and it's going to be made limited, so either wait and find it later, or good luck, is what I'll say. Sega even... The only game it's missing is Zero Wing. Yeah, that's that's actually on the, the, the How? Genesis uh, Switch thing. Somebody has set us up the bomb. <laughs> How important is the six-button controller? Like, how many games actually uh, use all six it's buttons? Mo- uh, it depends on the game, really. Like, it, most games you can get away with. For fighting games, it really fighting helps. Fighting games, it really helps. But it's just more of, hold on, let me, uh, let me get the controller. Because it's, it's so hard to emulate those six-button games. Like, just the button mapping on it ends up being weird. Oh. Yeah, it is. That's why I've never gotten back into a lot of these well, games. Well, if you're going to emulate them, and you're not going to use the actual arcade... Like, the actual controller, you'll be fine, because it's just one or two buttons. Most games would just use A or B, like, just the three buttons, A, B, or C. If if, if, you're, if you're using this monstrosity, this just sucks to hold. 
That's all. Like, yeah. it's just not, not it's a, a good controller. The versus, where are you? The, I, can, I love I can do a physical demonstration. For audio listeners, come to our live Twitch stream on Mondays at 7 Central Standard Time. With a six-button controller, it's a lot it's a lot better shaped. It feels better. Uh, mm-hmm. Some games, like, comp- some games will, like, I'm switching is with the top. Uh, it depends. It, like, if it's, like, 1990, 1989 to, like, 1994, probably not going to use the top three buttons. Anything after 1994, it's per game basis, but some of them will take advantage of the fact that you do have six extra buttons to work with. So a lot of it could probably be mapped to, like, shoulder buttons if it's for item switching probably, and stuff? Probably, more likely, yeah. You wouldn't, like, yeah, you would, like, but if it's designed with this in okay. mind that came out, like, in the first, like, half of its life cycle, it's just A, B, C. And right. you press start button to switch be- uh, for other stuff. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, that's not bad. Nope. Yeah, I really, I did not get into Genesis much, so I'd like to, but that six-button controller is overwhelming to map to a, you know, a different controller. Yeah, it's just yeah. Most most of most of the time, it's just you'll use the two, like a like a two command buttons. The C button will do something, and then like the top three is game dependent. Like I said, Comic Zone is like I like you'll have a three like each will be like for items, but that's game for game use. Um, this this okay. Sega, what were you thinking? What were you thinking with releasing the original? What were they thinking? Um, that means that I like I like seeing it though. Like, I have nostalgia for this controller. It is a nostalgia controller, I will not it lie. It sucks, but I like seeing it. Anyways, moving on. Let's, let's move on. It's the Duke of Sega. I know I'm being biased with the Genesis, but uh, let's let's go ahead and move on. Genesis Supremacy. Uh, skipping that one. Uh, okay. Uh, we're going to go on to the KOTOR news next. Um, uh, Blue, it's the Bloomberg one. Okay. Yeah. Uh... Which, speaking of, Saber Interactive is an Embracer studio. Wow, uh, <laughs> wow so technically they're making a Star Wars? They're published? Okay, this is so strange. Yeah, um, technically this is one of the Embracer Wars. stories. Troubled Star Wars video game remake shifts to new studio. The high-profile remake of Knights of the Republic will go to Saber Interactive in Eastern Europe. Now, you guys remember, what was it, late last year? When they when PlayStation had that, that, that uh, direct and they announced that they were remaking Knights of the Republic, and it was going to be exclusive to PS5. Everybody got really hyped, and mm-hmm. now it seems that development has been a like very troublesome. Um, the, I mean, considering Asper still hasn't fixed Kotor Two, like the you know the port um, for Switch and stuff, like you still can't beat that game because they haven't put the the fixed DLC stuff in oh, it wow. or whatever, Ooh. like. They should not be working on a new game. They should be fixing the one they already released. The project forming development, as, as Justin said, at Austin, wow, uh, based in Asper Media, is now being led by Saber Interactive's Eastern European Studios. According to a person familiar with the change, who is asked not to be identified because the these is private, both developers are owned by the Swedish company Embracer, uh, which obviously referenced the pivot in the public statement last week. A representative for Embracer didn't immediately have a comment. The transition shot. Uh, Shut down Ailing and Hope and asked for that it may be able to continue to lead the project. Bosses of the studio, which have been developing the remake for more than two years, told staff last month that the game was on pause as the company tried to figure out what to do next. Bloomer reported the message left an open possibility that Asper could one day reclaim a leadership role, but rumors quickly swirled among employees that Saber was taking over. And in uh, time of this article came out last Thursday, Embracer said in a financial report of one of its big titles, known within the in- industry as a AAA game, has switched developers but did not identify the game. One of the group's AAA projects is transitioned to the studio. This is going to ensure the quality bars where we need it for the title. Uh, some analysts corrected guests, police on Blue Wars previous reporting that the statement referred to the Star Wars remake. 
Embracer intends to recreate the magic of the original game uh, back in 2003 to create great acclaim, update with modern technology. So, um, and it kind of goes into, it, it basically, yeah, and it's about art article. So it's pretty much waiting. And there's a whole bunch of articles where, like, apparently this game has just had development trouble since, since even before it was announced. So that really sucks, um, in all honesty. The thing is, like, Saber is still a budget right. studio, but they're better than Asper. Yeah. Uh, the I, Asper's only done ports. Like, they, I don't think they have an original product. So to put them in charge of a high-profile remake, like, that's, that seemed like a mistake yeah, from the start. Like, when you think of Kodor, that's a big deal. Exclusive to PlayStation yeah. 5, you know, that's also a big deal. And, like, and how, I guarantee you Sony's probably not happy that, like, it's being, you know, botched this badly. You know, the fact that now you have to wait longer to, like, to, like, you maybe some people bought, managed to somehow swindle a PlayStation 5 before the price increase, um, in certain territories. Um, you know, so that, that's, I, I just, I feel, I do feel sorry for the employees, but at the same time, how did, how did they get the job? You know, based on what you, based on what you said their pedigree is. That's what I'm wondering about. Well, because they, they did the ports of one and two. So they were already in that I field. I, I don't. I believe that doesn't necessarily mean you qual- you can qualify to remake a game from the ground up because you did. No, like of that, course that not. seems ludicrous. So I, I, I want full investigative journalism. Like I'm like, how did it get this? Like out of any other developer who could have had this? What happened? Yeah. Oh, I guarantee you, it will be like <laughs> five years from now when Matt's like in his fifties and doing it. Um, He's not he that old. old. Let's be real. He's, He's only our age. He's like older than us. He's like ten years yeah. older than us, isn't he? No? Is no. he not? He's like 36. I'm pretty sure... How old is He's gotta be in his mid-30s, right? Muscles. Yeah, 39. I said 10 years older than us. Oh, yeah, okay. I wasn't, I'm, He's actually older than I yeah, thought he was. He, he looks Mike. He looks haggard. Um, in the best possible way. We'll be like that in a few years, lads. Probably sooner because of climate change. I already um, am. That and, and distress, but let's go ahead and move on. Talking about the PlayStation Five, oh boy, um, ladies and gentlemen, oh boy, for the first time in gaming history, through first-party means, we are getting a console price increase um, in certain markets, and that is the PlayStation Five will be getting a price increase starting in Europe, Canada, Mexico. Asia and Australia, they have said there will be no price increase in the United States for now. Um, uh, and pretty much they, 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 they said it. Also, there's a mention, also like uh, not just Mexico, but Latin America. Um, this is their reasoning. The global in, in, in economic environment is changing that many of you around the world are no doubt experiencing. We are seeing high global inflation rates as well as uh, adverse currency trends impacting customer, consumers and creating pressures in many industries. And of course, so uh, the price increase is like just an example for Europe. It's going from 499 euros to 549 euros. Uh, that's for the, the disk drive. And the digital version is going from 399 euros to 449 euros. And pretty much it's a, basically about 50 of whatever that currency is. That's gonna, It's going to be marked up to um, as it goes over. Yeah, uh, it is unfortunately not clear from the blog post whether or not this price increase will eventually be brought back, brought down again, or if so. Sony c- concludes its blog post by stating that its stock priorities improved the PS5 uh, supply situation, which I will say actually gotten better because I've seen people walk out of a Walmart with the PS5. So 
Um, mm-hmm. It's yeah, still same. hard to get, though. You have to be there at the right time. Um, so, uh, Sony uh, Moose Folly, very similar one for Meta, which bumped the price of Meta Quest 2 $100 late last month for the same reasons. Uh, Ampere analysis Pierre's hardening role suggests in his own blog. Plus, the Sony move was a necessary one to pass on the continued cost increases hitting the component supply chain. Harding Rolls predicts that the price increase will have minimal impact on sales due to continuing high demand. And as of for now, there's no indication that Microsoft will make the same. Actually, both Nintendo and Microsoft had statements pretty much saying that they will not be increasing the price of their consoles. So, mm-hmm. um, just to put that out there. However, it, it may take advantage of Sony's price increase to push the value on its own hardware. I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, um, we don't we don't see that kind of marketing, at least from Xbox this like winter, to push more... Uh, Xbox Game Pass sales and Nintendo's going to do whatever they want. So this is a big deal. Yeah. We have never seen a price increase for anything and they're citing inflation, um, which is is, a, is is definitely a thing. We're, Lord knows we're all feeling it fucking right now. Um, mm-hmm. Thoughts, gentlemen? <sighs> yeah, this sucks. I hate inflation. Yeah. It, it's one of those things where generally, like a few years into the life of a console you get a price decrease. We haven't seen that for anything. Like, Switch has stayed the same price since launch. Um, that's the one that's been out the longest, so that's right. the example. Um, PS3 went like, from 599 to 300 Yeah, exactly. Like, usually there would be a decrease. So, in a lot of ways, the fact that they haven't had a decrease is as much because of inflation than anything. To then do an increase feels anti-consumer because they know they can get away with it and blame inflation. But also inflation is a big deal right now. So, I mean, it's, it's a double-edged sword. Like I get why they would do it, but I don't think they should have because like you said, the other companies didn't and they're going to be promoting that all holiday, you know, same price as it's always been. Come oh, get Xbox one. Xbox might even like, do like a discounted price, honestly, because as we yeah. know, um, you make they make you every single person who's made a console, you make console at a loss. They're always at a loss, right? And you make it up with not uh, always most most of the time. Most of the time, it's for a loss, especially with like Sony recently, especially with like the PlayStation Five, PlayStation Four, or at least break yeah. even. Um, and and so like you make it up in software. The PlayStation Five, number one hasn't sold enough because people can't get enough of them and then the mm-hmm. software just isn't there when you talk about yeah you have your ps4 library but if you're like a ps4 owner i mean sure you get a nicer version but like you buy a new console to play newer games newer experiences that, that, and exclusive stuff to that platform maybe not exclusive to that console but to that new form of power that comes around in that time and what we you probably count the new the console uh, exclusives Last of Us, Last of Us remake part one. That's a new one. Spy, te- Technically, I mean it's it's a PS3 yeah, game, it, it, but sure, it's, it's an exclusive. Well, it's a console exclusive, so I'm, I, I think it has to count. Um, the yeah. Demon Souls remake. Demon Souls remake. Yeah. Spider Man. Which again is a PS3 Spider- game. Spider Man uh, is no. Well, that's only on console. Console exclusive. Because because uh, Last of Us remake. No. It's not on Xbox. Right, but you I thought you were listing PS5 oh, games. I keep forgetting that's a PS4 game. Like, Spider-Man's right, PS4. Sorry, Never mind. Screw yeah. it. Excuse me. Take that down. Miles Morales. Technically, that's one. It's not. Nope. Did it come out on PS4? 
Also PS4. Okay. Yeah. No, God of War also. Let me list them. Because okay. most, of, most <laughs> of the ones here, the point is, the ones I'm thinking of also had PS4 versions. You very rarely have games yeah. that are just made for PS5 right now. And Right. You have two, two of their exclusives are remakes of PS3 right. games. And then there's Returnal, which I think is PS5 yeah, only. There's also and PC Ratchet now. Clank. Yeah, Ratchet and Clank. Um, you can count them on your hand. There's not a lot. Yeah, like, like everybody loves to make that you know that meme. Switch has no games. Mm, I'm looking at that that that, uh, that piece of white that looks like a router that has no games outside of your original PS4 library that you sold for. Um, I mean, I got it for Ratchet and Clank. Like that was the system yeah. seller for me, but. but. Like, Astro's Playroom, like, Sackboy's Big Adventure, like, things that, you know, don't need to necessarily be PS5 exclusive, but right. are. The thing is, like, we're gonna, I think it's gonna be the ultimate test, especially if it comes to the United States, because that's, you know, where the money is, really is, not to disrespect the other markets, but most video game sales happen within, you know, in the United States. So if we do get a $50 price increase, I definitely think you will not see a lot of people buying PS5s when they are available. Um, yeah. I don't know. A lot of people have been buying them from scalpers for way more than a $50 that is, increase. That is true. true. So, I guess we'll have to see. I think if it means they're more readily available, like, you know, they've probably been cutting back on shipping because it's expensive. Like, the the um, supply chain and everything. So, if a price increase means they can get more out to stores, you might see sales go up just because they're more readily right. available. I guess we'll have to see. Um, it definitely is. I think it definitely sets a date. Like, it could be a dangerous precedent because, you know, like you said, like, the PS5 has been out for two years. And, you know, like, for some people, obviously, there are some other games were a system seller. But, like, you know, and, and granted, you know, um, uh, uh, Horizon was definitely a system seller. But that also came out on PS4. As you could, I've seen it. You mm-hmm. can play that game perfectly fine on PS4. Like, it's not, it's not a terrible version. Same thing. And we'll have to see... I think God of War is going to be exclusive. No, God of War is PS4, PS5. It is PS4, is it? PS5. Really? Okay. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Huh. Um, which is probably why it got delayed uh, till the end of the year for so long. Because yeah. they have to work on both versions. Probably. And optimizing the hell for a game that constantly... Which happens to be releasing on the same day as Sonic Frontiers. <laughs> Let the battle begin. Um, <laughs> uh, we'll have to see. This is going to be a long-term thing, but I don't think it... I mean, also, Sony is in the middle of a lawsuit where they're getting sued like a lot of money, so there, there could be that coming into a play. Who knows? Because um, like you can slide inflation all you want, but then why aren't Xbox and and, and, so, and and Nintendo doing it at the same time? If that was really an issue, you know. Well, the Switch is actually the first handheld or first console in a long time that's been sold at a profit for right. them. So maybe now it's like broken even, or you know, because parts have gotten cheaper. Like, just even with inflation, it's possible that it's, you know, back to the profit it was originally. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, if you're not already selling something at a loss, you might not need to deal with the inflation issues. Exactly. So we'll have to see. Xbox, I don't yeah. know. Well, Xbox doesn't... Xbox wants just... They want to sell games out of subscriptions. You know. Right. Like, Microsoft doesn't really care about the price of an Xbox. Like, as bad as that they sounds... They're, they're just concerned yeah, with their they're, games. they're fully aware of that. Just, just subscribe to Game Pass and they'll be yeah. happy with you. Shit, you can you can yeah. pay $34 a month for an Xbox Series X at Best Buy right now. And get that, if you want. If, mm-hmm. if your credit's good, that is. Uh, okay, 
Uh, let's go to our new topic of today, which is Gamescom, which is the big German-hosted uh, gaming event that happened last week. I think it was Gamecom. last week, right? Um, or two weeks ago. I think it was last week. Um, uh, yeah, something yeah, like so that. So we got a lot to cover over. Um, so we're, go- we're going over this courtesy of IGN. Um, and so opening up with, we have a trailer for a game that a lot of people thought was gone. Um, Dead Island 2, after eight years, uh, is get got a trailer, and it's coming out next year, allegedly. Um, thoughts, guys, that we're, that Dead Island 2 is, actually, might be coming out next year? Who knows? I mean, it would be about time. <laughs> um, what, what gives me pause is that this is a CGI trailer. So eight years and we still don't have gameplay, and they say it's coming out next year. I'm not sure about yeah. that. I don't know. I'm honestly, I'm like this. This is the first time I'm hearing about a lot of this Gamescom stuff because I just did not have time to right. keep up with it. Gamescom um, was a blur, so I don't blame you. Yeah. So I know generally like what got announced, but I haven't you know watched the trailers or anything. Only like that. thing. Um, I knew about Gamescom was that Jeff Keighley tried to get people to, ch- to cheer for Justin Roiland's name, and nobody cheered. But then they mentioned Rick and Morty. <laughs> Slight cheers. So there you go. Sorry, Justin Roiland. We will be roasting you later on in this show. Um, uh, okay. I did see that clip, and it was it was yeah, pretty was, bad. Uh, pretty cringe. We have a new trailer for uh, Sonic Frontiers... And uh, and a pretty a pretty much a confirmed release date, in the okay. Let's let's we all admit it. Sega fucking was acting stupid with how they were marketing this fucking game in the beginning, and it seems like they've corrected yeah. mistake. Mm-hmm. I love this trailer. I loved it a lot. Yeah, this is a yeah. really good trailer. Yeah. Um, this is like I talked about it on my stream. This is the trailer I saw. I didn't realize it was the Gamescom trailer. Yeah. Um. But like the gameplay here looks really yeah, good. So there's actually oh, no, this, clarity here. Sorry, this isn't the trailer, but it's a lot of the same yeah. footage. What I watched was like an overview uh, trailer on the Nintendo YouTube channel, uh, but it used a lot of the same footage and just had like a narrator explaining the mechanics right. themselves rather than just showing the bits yeah. of gameplay. Uh, so actually, uh, the open world stuff looks really, really cool, and it, it seems like the cyberspaces uh, that like the zones you run in are basically remixes of games from like generations to un- from unleashed to generations so it's looks like that but like slightly different like level layouts so like because i think apparently like yeah. sonic's memories but i don't really care about that i just i think the open world stuff looks actually like really like fun and and interesting to play because like that's <clears throat> like i think it did its best job here because that's from all- mm-hmm. i'm curious to see what type of upgrades that you get because uh they did explain in the overview trailer that sonic gets like a whole bunch of uh, new ab- abilities via yeah there's uh, like a skill tree a skill tree um we do see him kicking hadoukens at a dude and mm-hmm. uh, the the running ring ability looks pretty neat from an exploration and combat standpoint yeah. so i'm more curious now than i was previously yeah, yeah. This is the first time I've actually been like excited for Show Sonic. Me it game. running on the Switch because it doesn't seem like it's just like. It... No, I don't think the gameplay was Switch quality, um, but it doesn't seem like it's just you know running no. forward. Like there's, it's like you're they're taking the speed and putting it in an overworld playground or sorry an open world playground, 
which intrigues me so much more. You're not just boosting to win. Thank you. Yeah, I mean you will yeah. be in those in those short levels, but like those are those are like the shrines sure. in, in Breath of the Wild. Like the main nobody talks about those shrines, which you could see that as a detriment. But the the majesty of that game was the overworld and how you know all the shit you could find in nooks and crannies. And it looks like they're gonna do the same approach with yeah. Sonic, and it looks like it's gonna work. So bring on November eighth, baby. Let's go. Um, I'm excited for it. Um, yeah. Same. Although the Sonic fan, of course, and like I just happened to go through Sonic Twitter, and they are they are just upset that it's Green Hill Zone again. I'm just like y'all are never happy. Y'all are never. Bruh, Sonic fans are always upset. I've just right. desensitized never that shit. Happy. Uh, next up, uh, we have a new trailer for Gotham Knights and an official release date that will be releasing on October 21st of this year. Um, and uh, so pretty much a, a trailer we're showing off Harley Quinn and Clayface are the main villains. And uh, this is actually the first time I'm seeing a trailer. And I won't lie, it looks a lot better than the initial one that I first saw. Like a lot better. I'm still just not sold on the game itself. Like, to be clear, I think the main villains are actually um, the Court of Owls, but it's probably like, you're, you're you're like the day to day is Harley and yeah. Clayface like working for the Court of Owls. But anyway, um, that's just that's who they've been like, you know, uh, focusing on with all the marketing. Also, and Mr. Freeze is here too. Um, yeah, which I don't think Clayface has ever been a main villain before, so that's actually uh, cool. Yeah, I mean, he was the final boss in Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, but that's about it. Yeah, was he, he was. Uh, yeah, he was the final boss. He just came out of fucking no, nowhere. No, he was he was huh. posing as Joker the entire time, like to make like make it seem like Joker was not. But we didn't know no, that. But like, he he is the final boss of the game, so like, I'm just saying, it's it's actually a pretty cool fight. He may as well have come out of nowhere. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, Just it's a surprise gotcha. twist. Like, oh my god, it's Clayface! Because that's... What's yeah. a twist? Um, anyway, so my concern with this is if it ends up being, like, Avengers. Which, again, I, I like Avengers. Uh-huh. But, like, we don't need another one like of those. service? Where it's like, they shoehorned multiplayer elements into a game that started out as, like, a you know single-player campaign. And so it just ends up being repetitive missions into the end like i don't want that but it feels very co-op focused and uh i know there's like a gear upgrade system and that kind of thing like i'm just worried it's going to get bogged down in like the microtransactions of it all uh well we only have a little over a month to find out so i i think i was more impressed i don't know if i want to play it because i mean yeah you get to play i just like just put why i understand batman is dead but since this is not connected to the Arkham universe, and you guys, they have come out and said this is not the Arkham games, put Batman in there. Like, just put him in there. Just He's dead. <sighs> it just, it just, like, just put Batman in there. The other characters look fine, but like I feel like they could have been a whole thing. You just you know, pick Batman. Um, I will, or, or, yeah. or they'll do something really scummy and make him like a DLC for like 20 bucks or something like that. You can play the whole game as Batman. Oh. Or make him like a big unlock, like uh, Master Chief and Halo Reach. Oh, uh, yeah. Do like a DLC. Uh, well, let's see what the game comes out. Comes out in over a month, and see what it finally looks like. Uh, next up, we have a new look on Hogwarts Legacy, which shows off Slytherin, dark magic, and zombies. Zombies or zombies? I think in Harry Potter. It's. Uh, I mean. Sort of. Like, when you have dark magic, you can, you know, bring the dead to life and whatnot, so... 
in that way, yes. Um, but I really like the like the evilness of all of this. It makes me kind of want to go Slytherin just to see like what you could right. do. Um, I didn't know that it was like that dynamic. Slytherin in the castle halls. I did see somebody because it seems like the kind of game that you could have multiple playthroughs, like Based you know, your... diverging campaigns. Based on, like your house and your choices. Yeah, it feels like it should. Yeah, yeah. So that seems really cool. Um, and I already did. Uh, th- there was a thing where if you link your like uh, Hogwarts fan club account, um, you can unlock some stuff in game when it you know obviously when it comes out. Um, so I already did that, and I've realized that I had never actually done the like house uh, house quiz or whatever um, to get you know to get placed. Can I get? <sighs> it put me in Gryffindor. And I'm like, upset. I was like, wow, I would have guessed Hufflepuff for you, but... Right? I could have sworn I was a Hufflepuff, but I never actually took the quiz. And You're a like, character, dude. It, it's... I don't want to be... For one, uh, Gryffindor has the worst colors. Like, their yeah. their rogue colors are just boring. Slytherin has and the best two, colors. And two, like, they have such main character energy. I don't want to deal with that. I just want to be a chill They're Hufflepuff. They're the baby faces. Hang out with my friends. What? I want to be in Ravenclaw because they're blue. Ravenclaw is fine too. But yeah. Slytherin, actually, I really like the the robe colors, like the the unlockable ones that you get from yeah. linking. Um, this is really nice blue so, color, but I would have been fine with either of those. So I'm hoping in the actual game, like it says, you can pick your house. Like you don't do. I think you can do the sorting hat thing, but like if you don't like it, you can say, "Oh, I want this house instead." And it's like, okay, cool. Um, but I'm hoping that the like. The robes you unlock are dependent on the house you pick in game, and not, you know, the fan club house you get put yeah. in. Yeah. I don't know how that works. And but. if you pre-order it, you get the Dark Arts pack, which is a Thrustal mount, Dark Arts comedic set, Battle Arena, an Onyx Hippogriff mount, Dark Arts Garrison hat, and you get to play it seventy-two hours early. So that's probably the big catch with that. Um, and it's supposed to be coming out yeah. February of next year. Well, like early next year? Yeah, they they pushed it back. Uh, I think this trailer might have been announced again. Uh, I don't this remember. Is pre-order available if we got uh, the date on August twenty fifth. Doesn't say of release. Uh, maybe it does at the end. End. Uh, no, it does. Tenth. Uh, uh, February tenth. Uh, yeah. It's show me the Switch version. That's all I ask. Show me what it looks like. The Switch version's not coming out on that. Probably same not. Day. But I still want to see it. It was delayed further. And just I mean, it, you show I me the case. You say cloud version after showing me a case, I'm gonna be mad. I will call you. Just don't do it. <laughs> Show me that shuggy frame just rate. Just don't do it if you're gonna do a cloud version. Just don't do it. Anyways, moving on. Um, we have a new trailer on the Calypso Protocol, which is basically the Dead Space spiritual sequel made by the Dead Space devs. While Dead Space remake is coming out like roughly around the same time. How how interesting. Um, and for some reason, I can't skip IGN's ads. Um, well, you're playing it. Uh, it can only really be described yeah. as a gore fest alongside seeing enemies being pushed off in a weird meat grinder like machines and deadly spinning fan giant, uh, giant fan at the end of the long sewer like water slide. We are giving glimpses of the new mutations mechanic that basically means that some enemies have tentacles coming out of them and if you don't kill them quickly enough, they will mutate and become even more powerful. Um, the Lost Plagas. Uh, pretty much, <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. Um, God, I want to play this game because this looks, this looks great. Like, the lighting just looks oppressively dark. Um, I like The combat looks visceral. The enemies terrify the fuck out of me. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's definitely too scary spooky. for me. Oh, there's the water slide from hell. Jesus. Good lord. Good lord. I mean, it does seem to separate itself enough from uh, Dead yeah, Space. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's, yeah. Okay. Um, next up, we have a, uh, is this an ad? No. Um, Sony has finally announced an answer to Microsoft's Elite Xbox control with the DualSense Edge, a premium-grade PS5 wireless controller that has custom controls, the ability to save multiple game control file files, profile, changeable back uh, stick caps, backup buttons, and more. So, basically... The, their elite version, which I'm surprised they never did one before. Yeah, um, I'm cutting myself on the edge. Now you can edge yourself while you play games. <laughs> uh, this is a long one, uh, but we won't talk about it. But basically, they had a, a very nice 10 minute overview of, of Street Fighter VI, uh, which showing off the new the new uh, gameplay mechanics, as well as they share off more details with uh, Jury and uh, the new character Kimberly. Uh, also, there's a lot of uh, matches with uh, player characters. I gotta say, as somebody who's played five for you know five years, I'm really looking forward to six, uh, just because of how it looks. And um, uh, I think yeah, it looks super yeah. dope. I th- I really like the facial expressions on the versus yeah, you screen. Can make sh- you can make some- uh, you can make the female characters pout, and for some reason, that's adorably like cute. I don't know why. Even though Chun's pushing sixty, but it's still hot. Because it's Chun and Jury, um, yeah, I, I Capcom put out a beta. Please let me. Hey man, Ming Na Wen is sixty two, and she 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 could pout yeah. any day. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, the game looks super sick. Um, I just I just want to play more of it. I I, I just want to play it. I just I just need to get my hands on it. Um, also, this is coming like to everything. By the way, this is not going to be a PlayStation exclusive like uh, SF Five was. It's going to be on. Both current generation of console and like PS4 and Xbox One and, and PC. So, um. Sick. Switch? No. 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 <laughs> I, this, the, the Switch would. Switch couldn't run switch, this. The Switch would not be able to run this. Um, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, next up, we have for Spoken. Wow, we have a lot. Alright, we're gonna have to go. We're gonna have to go through fast now. Um. Yeah. Alright, all right, I'm just gonna read the. We don't have to really cover okay. this one. Uh, Forspoken. It should... I mean, it's another yeah. showcase. Like, New Forspoken it... trailer. It's out. Maki for the Josh Whedon uh, thing. Let's go. Um, we have uh, a new game um, called, uh, where, Win meet, where Winds Meet is a Ghost of Tsushima meets Medieval China. Um, uh, it looks like Ghost of, Ghost of Tsushima Medieval China. It's set in a beautiful Ten Kingdoms period. At the end of the Southern Tang Dynasty, and the main character looks to be a mysterious swordsman who has to surviving a uh, tumultuous time. Um, anything on this, guys? Moving on? No. I don't really care about Ghost of Tsushima. But, I mean, it looks pretty. Like, there's yeah. that. Looks uh, neat. But it very much seems like Ghost of Tsushima again. Uh, this next one, though, I am interested in uh, because this is the new Lies of Pi, which is the Pinocchio Soulsborne game, which is. That's yeah. It's 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 what? Pinocchio. You're you are playing Pinocchio in this game, and you it's a Soulsborne uh, game where the main character uh, uh, is the main villain is uh, Geppetto. I don't know if it's Geppetto, but Geppetto's in it, and Jiminy Cricket is hinted at here. But yeah, you it's it's a Pinocchio Soulsborne game like steampunk. It's it's ridiculous. 
It, the title sounds a lot like Life of Pi, and I'm not seeing any tigers on a boat yeah, here. Apparently there's like a lying system, but the combat looks oh. really sick. Like, I know I'm getting so like it's obviously souls, but I'm getting like a lot of near vibes when I when I look at this, um, based on how it looks. I wanna play it. It just looks so cool. Is there a system where, like, the more you lie, the stronger you get because you can use your nose? It does say in the overlay (laughs) that there is a glimpse of the lying system, so it is going to come into a play about it. So I don't know exactly know how. Um, It is called Lies of Pi, but it just Lies uh, of P. I'm going to call it Pi because it's funnier to me. Um, Okay. Okay. Um, This is why I've I've I did not hear about this at all. Um, What a weird thing. I like his like uh, arm though. Uh, moving on, uh, Subnautica devs announced Moonbreaker, a Warhammer-like strategy game including that includes model painting. Uh, that's coming to early access September 29, 2022, so that's, that's kind of cool. Yeah, this intrigued me, because I'm getting more into model painting. Uh, a new Tales of the Borderlands has officially announced, um, and it's going to be launching on October 21st of this year. And it will follow three uh, new characters, Anu, Octavio, and Fran. Uh, and alongside familiar faces, alongside the Borderlands universe, um, does it say who's developing this? I don't think so. It didn't say in the description. Telltale. Is it still Telltale? Okay, I thought they might have gotten somebody else. Telltale's back. Yeah, could have gotten somebody different. Well, I mean, it's it's with two okay. K, but like I'm pretty sure Telltale's still oh, involved. Boy. Here we go. Uh, High on Life gets a exclusive trailer in which everybody on the internet turned on this game so hard. Um, High yep. on Life, which is being developed by Rick and Morty, co-creator Justin Roiland, Squatch Games. Got a new trailer at the first-person squatch shooter. It sees the game's weapons talking directly as it progresses the story. Also features the first bite. It gets a clone named Nitrog. After getting, uh, and then IGN talks about their experience about it. Uh, these 25 minutes include enough jokes, neat touches, references, and combat ideas for me to write this much. How I feel once I'm hours in the game. It gives the face high in life will be a, a far from a shooter with a jokey veneer. It can be something truly new. That being said, they showed one joke, one clip of you meeting the knife. And in one clip of uh, of, uh, of the gun shooting a kid, I my you guys I can't believe you shot that. You kid. guys know yeah. I told you I was like this game is interesting. I kind of want to play it. I the interest dropped as soon as I heard Justin Roiland talking as the gun the way he does. I'm just like, just, no. I don't enjoy his voice. It is the same. It, the, the, the shitty thing is, it's a I don't want to be here version of his Morty voice. That's what it is. Hey, should we mm-hmm. really be shooting the kid? It's pretty much a more annoying lemon grab. Yeah, it's it's just it's it's not good. There was another clip of like uh, there was like the choice system where you've got these two guys, uh, two like tube things with faces um, that are on either side of these tunnels, and they're like, "Hey, why should we let you through?" Um, and you have to like kind of charm one. To you know, to be able to go down their tunnel, and like that was kind of yeah. funny. But again, like the it's the same joke that goes on yeah. way too long, and like every dialogue option just keeps the joke right. going. And you're just like, no, just just let me down right. your tunnel. For, like, for, for, I don't want to keep doing give this me dialogue a new option. Like for the weapons, seriously, I understand this is a mechanic, but if the mechanics are good enough and the exploration is good enough, I'll try the game because the game itself looks fantastic enough. The weapons have got to sh- tone it the fuck back, like. Give me an option yeah. to shut them the fuck. Like, tell let me tell them to shut the fuck up after like, yeah, that's a, that's not a good. Because like Outer Worlds, I think did a really good job at balancing the like you know sci-fi realism, quote unquote, with right. the comedy. 
because it was kind of more like corporate right. satire. This feels like it's just it's, it's that it's it's literally that yeah. mean. I know writers who use substance who use who use subtext and they're cowards, but badly. That's, that's exactly what it is. Um, and Justin yeah. Roiland reminds me of Devil May Cry three when uh, Dante gets Aggie and Rudra and he just tells him no talking and they just stop talking. Give us that moment game. in this game, please. Let us give the option to tell him to shut the fuck up. But seriously, Justin Roiland, don't. Don't just. They should have got somebody else. I understand this is his studio. He didn't have to voice the gun in this game. He didn't have to do it, and let alone do his tired shtick that we've heard for a decade now. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, Even I'm sick of it, and I kind of like Rick and Morty. All right. Um. Wo Wulong. Uh, we got a new trailer on Wulong. Teenagers do so like. Uh, uh, basically, a nice little trailer over for Neo. Um, in fact, they did like a discussion for him. Um. This game does look kind of cool, though. Um, uh, then after... Th- it's another one of those that I just... I have no interest in, like Nio and or Neo, whatever. Yeah, I don't Neo. know. It's just something about the setting like just doesn't interest me. Justin doesn't like Asian people confirmed. Um, just um, wow. But, uh, I mean, yeah, it looks interesting, but if it's anything... That's if it's cool. anything like... Um, Final Fantasy this year. I- I'm I'm just off Team Ninja games forever. Just, <laughs> nope. I feel like we could skip the next. This will probably be better than Stranger uh, Paradise. I will mention real. that it is funny that Hideo Kojima showed up on this stream just to announce that he started a podcast. That is funny. That is yeah. That is, that is that's pretty hilarious. hilarious. Um. Okay, we'll go to Monkey Island. Monkey Island. Uh, the, uh, the 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 sequel to the original game is getting uh, got an official release date. It's coming to PC and Nintendo Switch at, in September nineteenth, so this month. Um, I, it's yeah. coming out on International Talk Like a Pirate oh, Day. All the theater kids are gonna have fun with. <laughs> That's really good. Are showing Ori Timbers for some return to Monkey Island. I never played this, but I because I don't like point and click, so there you go. But a lot of people like this game. A lot of people like the or the original game rather. Uh, the original yeah. multiple. I don't know. Um, I think they were multiple. We're yeah. getting a Dune M open world survival MMO, um, which wow. I feel like is this just Rust but with spice? That's what I thought immediately. Let the spice yeah. flow. I never thought Dune would get a video game, but here we are in the year of our Lord, twenty twenty two. I'm surprised it hasn't. Doom's had multiple video games. I never took Doom for something that yeah. you would want to play a video game in, just because of just how like. Uh. Maybe Doom. like for PC probably, right? Not about console. I would remember for console. Um Yeah, Dune Spice Wars PC? is something that has been out, I think. Yeah. Um it released this year, like it was oh. in April. Huh. Well, and then there's I wonder old how games. many people are gonna uh, mistake this for Doom. Mm, those people can't read. Let's see. Old uh, Dune 2000 was the last one. It's been one. a while. It's been yeah. A... But there used to be, like, multiple Dune thought, games. Uh, considering Dune... If... And then there was Spice Wars, yeah, and now this one. Dune isn't exactly, like, the most adventurous book from from page to page, <laughs> um, if you ever read them. There's a lot of ad- adventure in yeah. there, though. For uh, We'll see. But this is going to be... It's not a single-player thing. Maybe it's the right decision, because you, you just go play in the Dune world. Have fun. Um, or... Try to have yeah. fun. Uh, Avoid sandworms. Giant sandworms, I guess. 
Um, next up, we have a trailer for the uh, new All Elite Wrestling, which is all over Twitter right now. Um, uh, AW Fight yeah. Forever. Um, this is actually so anybody who follows the WTK games. The people who made those games great, they stopped working for WWE, and now they are making this game. So a lot of people are sort of uh, pegging this game to be something great. Uh, and actually, it looks awful. Yeah, um, it doesn't look. <laughs> All wrestling games don't look good. If you look at the newer yeah. WWE 2K when it came out this year, that one actually looks fairly good. This one, there's something off about it. It could be the fact that it's still in development, so. No official release date yet. It could be that. Yeah. But um, I do think it is kind of, like, important for AEW as a wrestling company that they're expanding, that they get a video game out there. Also, it's getting a Switch version, so there you go. Um, show me the Switch version. Mm. Um, but we're a long way off. I will say, like, o- older wrestling games, I feel like, were pretty high profile. Like, I mean, granted, you know, graphics were simpler. But, like, they looked really good for the systems. Like, I played the old N64 ones quite a bit. Um, and they held up, you know, alongside everything else. I just maybe they haven't like transferred to hyper realistic. Well, uh, I like I said, the, the newer one, the newer one, WWE Two K ones. I think it does a good job of like bringing that polish. Um, the heck, it has mini games. It's a little different, but hey, got it. admire. It's Kenny Omega. My, hey, this might help him make him a household name. You never know. Um. He's a fighting. He's a nerd. He's a video game nerd for sure. Um, he's way better at Street Fighter than we are. Um, all the up, up, down, down yeah. guys are. Uh, Warhammer uh, Dark Tide. Uh, uh, we got a new thirty-minute uh, look at that. Um, yeah, let's move on. <laughs> um, oh yeah, that's the one I actually was kind of interested uh, in. Do you want to talk about it real quick? I can't keep track of. Okay. No, I. I can't keep track of all the Warhammer games, but like this one actually looked cool from the trailers and stuff. I just don't know anything about yeah, this Warhammer. It's like the, the third so. person action a shooter game, right? That they showed like I think at E3 last yeah. year. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, this looks kind of cool. It's coming to Game Pass, so I'll try. Oh, it's first person. Never mind. It's not third person. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, it looks cool, but we'll have to see. Um, let's mm-hmm. get down to. Oh, God. Why does it, it keeps. Business. To it defeat keeps the Huns. scrolling up. Um. Uh, is there any anything else? This Pentiment? No. Uh, what's this Atlas Fallen? Game? Um, is this a Gerard Butler no. movie? Um, lets you play as a Sand Thanos whose mission is to punch God. Uh, and they put uh, Sandos. Yeah, <laughs> we came away. Atlas Fallen Sandos. shows flashes of Monster Hunter control on the horizon. Since we're also using new ideas of its own. Um, I like the title and the fact that you're. Your your mission is to punch God, so we know what the influence comes from. And um, well, at least they're upfront with it. Yeah, Atlas Fallen. Yeah, it seems kind of neat. Yeah, I feel like it's trying to kind of be a Destiny thing, though. Like, yeah, probably. Which Destiny meets Monster Hunter. I already have Monster Hunter for that. Um. Uh, Dark Pictures Anthology, Devil and Me, is the not only the final installment in Season 1 of, Dark, of Super Mario Games uh, Dark Picture Anthology, but also to be the gorgeous one yet. Um, it said the game comes to play, has a uh, game's playfulness combined with truly horrifying real-life backdrop, and willing to try some new gameplay ideas. It's me excited to check in with the form, another stay with the Devil and Me releases on November 18th, so I figured we'd mention that one. Um... 
planet of Nala of La, La, Nala. I don't know why I said Nala. Um, yeah, Lana. Planet of Lana is a game that will familiar those who play Play Dead's Limo and Inside, but it features much more oh, beautiful, naturalistic, and crucial hopeful viewpoint than those in those wonderful games. So it's pretty much like the polar opposite of that. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I like this art style sure. though. Um, yeah, you know, like maybe like, you know what, guys, it's, if you've ever played, you see the ending to. Um, not Limbo, what the second game was called. Inside. Have you ever seen the internet game? Yeah. I think, like, you know what? Maybe we should turn the lights on a little bit. Just, just let some, let some lightness in here. So, uh, that's cool. It looks peaceful. Um, good puzzle platformer. Coming to Game Pass. So, there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw this one trending on Twitter. Uh, Killer Clowns. Uh, nope, for, I'm not going to uh, play that. No, trailer. it's fine. Uh, just mentioning it, because it was based off a 1988 movie... It's more goofy and Clear, scary. Well, Justin has a clown phobia, so I'm not going to... He doesn't have to play it. Yeah. Uh, it's oh, a okay. 3v7 asymmetric multiplayer game. Uh, it's getting a... Uh, recent release in early 2023. So, that's... That's cool. That's out of out of fucking nowhere to grab that fucking IP, I guess. That's pretty hilarious, actually. More people can know about this incredibly dumb movie. Um, let's see. Uh, the Expanse, a Telltale series. We got a we got a trailer for that, which I did not know. Wait, you skipped? Yeah, some skip stuff? Some stuff. Well, we're running out. I figured you'd want to do this. I didn't chronicle. Nah, it's just a character mention. Um, I'd rather have something more comprehensive than that. Okay. Um, this this one looked Fair more enough. interesting. Um, so yeah, they're doing the Expanse Telltale uh, uh series. Um, which looks, I mean. It looks like Telltale, but like it's set in the Expanse universe, so that's really cool. Um, yeah. They're doing this and the oh no, the the Star Trek game was not no, a Telltale, no, 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 right? So. That was like that was just like a tel- like a Star Trek narrative yeah. game. Um, it, they're showing pre alpha footage, so it's not done yet. But um, that's how you, I guess that's how you know you're a big deal now when when Telltale makes a like a game out of your IP out of the uh, license. Mm-hmm. So cool on that. I kind of like the art style um, though. Yeah. It's a little different than they usually do. Uh, this is pre-alpha, so obviously it's going to change in between then. But um, definitely, uh, like, because I've never seen the shows, so I can only think of like the books of what I think they would look like. I'm like, yeah, that's how it would be. Um, we'll have to see how it comes out. No release date or anything. Uh, Are they using the actual actors from the show? I don't know, actually. Like I said, I've never seen the show. I don't. I couldn't tell you who the actors were outside. Of, I think um, Thomas Jane's in it. I think, yeah, he plays yeah. a detective. I think. Um, mm-hmm. uh, let's see. Uh, all right, we'll talk. This will be the last one um, because I like this game. Um, Nobody saves the world uh, is getting a DLC expansion. Um, the Frozen Hearth. Um, uh, why did it? I was like, oh, hey, IGN, what is up with your site? Um, so yeah, it adds new areas, challenges, and forms to shape position two. I tell you guys, if you like Zelda and slightly randomized things, try this game because this game's really, really good. Um, uh, basically, you play as multiple forms to perform different like tasks, and you upgrade stuff via just by playing the game. Um, in that sense, and now it's getting, I guess, it's successful enough to do like a whole ass expansion, which is good for them. 
That's, that's awesome. Yeah. I, I, I still need to buy it on Switch because I, I played it on Game Pass, but like, that's a Switch game. That is a game I want to play on the fucking go, you know, on the couch. Mm-hmm. I don't have a Steam Deck, so otherwise I'd be playing it that way. Um, I know you said that was the last one, but real quick, I think it deserves a shout-out. The Lords of the Fallen reboot. Um, this was a game that like was kind of a like a cult classic in 2014 or whatever. Um, not a not a super great game, but like it had a following for sure. Um, it felt a little ahead of its time, so I'm actually kind of curious about like what this re- reboot's going to be. That's kind of cool. Yeah, all we get. I think this is just a cinematic yeah. trailer, but and my friend talked about Lords of the Fallen a lot initially it came out. So. Mm-hmm. Um... With this and Dragon's Dogma both getting like new entries, it's it's kind of like a resurgence of the you know the Souls clones. The Souls Dark. Fa- <laughs> Maybe no, they could do it better. Um, Dragon's Dogma wouldn't call it Souls. It's just Dark Fantasy. It definitely is inspired mm. by though. Mm. I wouldn't put out a good Berserk game, I cowards. Uh, I wouldn't clarify it as. It's more just like just RPG than like like Souls. Wouldn't put it in that classification. Mm. Maybe, maybe well, this definitely sure. is. Oh, and it was—I think it was around that same time. Um, maybe I a little Dragon's later. Dogma was later, honestly. I think it was later than Lords of the Fallen, like like twenty seventeen, maybe, maybe twenty sixteen, maybe twenty sixteen at, at the earliest. Dragon's Dogma was in twenty twelve. Yeah, yeah, around liar. the same time as Street Fighter. I'm thinking second. of their fucking. Yeah. Um, was it? Dragon's Dogma was 2012, really. I'm yeah, thinking yeah. of their uh, expansion because like nobody liked um, the base game. It was uh, there was Dragon's Dogma Dark that, Arisen from that's 2013. The one I'm thinking of. But even then, I thought that was later than that. Shit, I don't know why I thought that was later, but nope. uh, that's the one people like a lot. But yeah, so I was right. It was around the same time. Two years of okay. two years difference. But. Jesus. All right. Well, that was Gamescom. Uh, favorite thing out of Gamescom. Go. Anybody. Pick I mean, it wasn't a good trailer, but I gotta go with the Hogwarts Legacy info, just because, like, I'm super excited for that game, so I'll take what I can get. Um, but I wish they had a more inclusive trailer than, like, just, oh, here's the dark magic and Slytherin stuff. Tyler? Uh, for me, it's gotta be the Sonic Frontiers trailer. They actually, um gave more clarity to uh, what you can actually do in this game, and um, the presentation is a step up from what they showed from Sega's uh, shit attempts of advertising this game, so mm-hmm. thumbs up there. I'm actually excited for this game now. Yeah, that's probably uh, second. For me, it's it's Life of Lies of Pi, or Lies of P. It's just, number one, it looks really good, but it, it, the, just the absurdity that you're playing as Pinocchio in like this steampunk cruel world uh, it just—it's just fantastic. Yeah. Like, it's been shown. This is not. It looks like Pinocchio and uh, Dishonored. This is not the first reveal of it. I think it showed like sometime last year. Um, it just got—it just didn't get a lot of press after that. Um, uh, hmm. But uh, just this more expansive trailer. Just like I need to play this. Like, even though I'm not like the biggest. Be gone, puppet. I'm not a puppet. I'm a real boy. <laughs> no, like Pino- I don't, What is up with Pinocchio this year? Because you got. The Disney Plus movie come out in a couple days. You have mm-hmm. um, Guillermo del Toro's version coming out later this year. You had a shitty version yeah. with oh god, what's his name? 
Polly Shore. Shore. It's me. I can't, I can't do Polly Shore. Um, wait, that, yeah, that was Pinocchio, Pinocchio right? It's, it's uh, Pinocchio is public domain, I think. Um, you just can't make Disney's Pinocchio. Yeah. Uh, and like, like what? Is, and in this game, Pinocchio, a true story is actually act, like that's not I a true story. Myself, I'm Pinocchio. Um, God, the only Polly Shore movie I've seen besides the Goofy movie is Biodome. Don't see Biodome. Um, don't, don't watch, watch Biodome, Biodome, please. Um, oh, Biodome's no, great. It's not. Uh, if yeah. you're high. The only good thing about that movie is Tenacious D is in it for a few yeah. minutes. I don't even... You haven't seen the, um... Why would I watch... What's it called? The one with, uh, with, with Carla Gugino, um... No, Southern Law. I don't think so. You haven't seen Son-in-Law? So. Unless it was like on TNT nope. one time or something. But so yeah, there, uh, there you go. Uh, Sonic Sonic would be a close one just because like the kind of reaffirms my love for the game. Just show me it running on Switch natively. I don't care if it's at 30 FPS. Just show me that it's consistent. That's all I ask for. Somewhat consistent, okay? I will buy the PC version if I have to, okay? Just I would prefer to have my <laughs> Sonic games on my Switch because I like them there, okay? Just. Sega, please don't fuck this up. Don't. don't. Yeah, I would not get I'm that game get on Switch. On... Even if it looks good, I'm not going to get it on Switch. Don't pull a Sonic Colors remaster, guys. Come on. Knowing my luck is that the Switch version will run better than the PC version because the PC version won't run well because it's kind of like the de nouveau shit because like, that causes it to run terribly. Um, who knows? But mm-hmm. there you go. That's GamesCon. That's the news we missed. Uh, we're going to be back. It's good to be back. But we're running long, so we're going to get out of here. Justin, please plug yourself so we can leave. I'm always running wrong. I am at ZeroScore on Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, TikTok. Um, I put out my overly ambitious oh. GBA Games video today. Um, I thought with it being the Labor Day holiday and everything, you know, no one's supposed to work. Why not throw up an hour-long video for everyone to do while they're relaxing today? Today, boys, <laughs> Labor Day or um, Is that how it's said? I don't know. So yeah, I, I will say I also put up another part of it on TikTok, but like you might as well just watch the whole video on YouTube now. Do it, you Do cowards! It. Get that view count up. Shit, help the algorithm. That would be awesome. Oh, and uh, we should be finishing Metroid Prime Two this month on stream. I stream on Thursdays, so that's exciting. Tyler, you can follow me on Twitter at Hey It's That Ty. Check the pinned tweet to take you to my YouTube channel, Home of Tire Shoes Reviews, where I review old ass fighting games for your pleasure. On the cinema shot side of things, uh, as soon as this episode drops, we will be uh, doing continuing our run of Ghibli movies. Um, the next episode will be on Ocean Waves, a movie that may or may not trigger emotional damage. <laughs> I don't think I've heard of that movie. Yeah, it, it, no, nobody, no, has, nobody it, has. We it, didn't it, get it, it until also later. Also, wasn't a movie. It was a it was a television uh, special that only aired in Japanese tel- uh, cinema, uh, Japanese TV. That's why. Oh, okay. uh, only. Oh, I'm thinking of um, of. Uh, yeah, yeah. Did you say Porco Rosco? Because um, or did you say only uh, Blue Ocean? No. Or... No, I oh, named drop Porco Rosco okay. last week. So yeah. That's why we didn't get it. Japanese television, but don't watch it if you don't want to reminisce about your high school loved one that got away, or that dumped you at, the, or that dumped you on graduation. Don't just, maybe not. Just, just, just maybe not. But it's, a, it's a solid hour. It's a solid hour movie. Uh, yeah. You can follow me at twitter.com/slash/marvelousiggy. 
and then you Justin's camera is frozen and he just looks absolutely like angry just, just <laughs> looks absolutely pissed. Oh, I'm frozen. Um, he's just like, ah. why didn't we get ocean waves in English? I'm just tired. Mm. <laughs> this is literally a meme image. Sorry, your your face became a meme for like two minutes. Um, not not two minutes, but Twitter.com is marvelous Iggy, and of course, uh, Twitch.tv says Iggy two eight one four. I am doing a two D baganza as I've been calling it all month long. Every single day I stream, I'm playing uh, all sorts. I'm playing two D platformers. It started. Thomas and I played uh, Super Mario Brothers one, and that was a lot of fun. We were, I was pretty much dying from laughter as we were playing. Uh, Sunday, I played Bright Star. This coming Tuesday, I will play Mega Man two on the Genesis. Yes, I will be playing the Wily Wars version, and then we're going to end nice. the first week by playing, finishing off with Ukulele in the Impossible Lair, and then Thomas and I kick off week two with Donkey Kong Country two. Uh, because that's sick. That's, that's not the best nice. one, but it's, it's. I think it's the one that will make Thomas and I have the most fun. Besides, I don't want to play three because fuck three and one. One's been played. Let's let's do something different. Um, and uh, yeah, I also have a sub goal <clears throat> yeah, because it's September. Unfortunately, Twitch took away discounts. Just give subs. Why Twitch? Why? Um, but whatever. If. If Inflation. I if I uh, reach thirty subs by the end of the month, I will dye my hair blue, dark blue. That's the color I'm leaning. Um, my sister has already agreed to help me, so let's see if we can get there. I've never dyed my hair in my life. It looks dark blue um, right now, though. Well, maybe I'll do a different color, but it's it, it'll be like a noticeable. <laughs> it'll be noticeable if my sister when my sister does it. Turn that into a super saiyan god blue. Maybe I'll do baby powder, baby powder blue or something like that. Um, uh, but we'll go. see. We have to hit it first, but we'll see if we hit it. Uh, and of course, nice. go to charges.com for this episode as well as our other shows, including the wrestling shows. Uh, there won't be one this week because Thomas and I, uh, we were separated because he was doing Destiny Raids. Uh, so um, we'll be recording one this week. Check the Twitter account for the new poll, what's gonna, what choices will be. That's going to do it for us, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you all next week for another episode of Charged at Gamescast. I'm your host, Ben, and you all remember to stay charged. Let me go charge my phone. I thought the stream was going to die there.